Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we are playing a one-shot from Reckoning of the Dead. It's called Suicide Hour. It was written by Matt Ryan and Noah Lloyd, and you can download it for free from their website. I am the Game Master, and this is version four. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. New York winters can be cold and miserable. The date is February 8th, 1947, and the temperature has dipped down into the single digits. I've heard it said that New York City is a catastrophe, but it's a beautiful catastrophe, and that a typical American is the one thing you won't find there. The police chief has called you into his office, he says. All right, we just got a dispatch. A weird homicide. The boys say it's a messy one. Get on over to 231 Pell Street in Chinatown and see if you can figure out what the hell happened. It takes you 15 minutes to arrive. There are flashing lights and police barricades surrounding the entrance to a three-story rundown tenement. A couple of regular boys on the force are waiting outside. One of them, Officer Jones, is squatted down, fresh puke all over the front of his uniform. The other one, Officer Riley, says, it's a real splatter house up there. Uh, try, to, try to keep your lunch. All right, who wants to go in first? What do you mean? Where's that last one that we had, you know, where the gangsters decided to shoot it out? Yeah, we've seen worse. Who wants to get their shoes bloody first, though? Mm. Well, we got to check it out before we can start figuring out. So let's head up there. All right. So you go inside. It's um, it's typical of a tenement. It's a fairly narrow uh, passage with uh, stairs going up. uh, Officer Riley yells back at you. It's on the third floor. You can't miss it. Uh, you go up the first flight of stairs, and as you're going up, the smells of the place start to take over. This building doesn't look like it's really inhabited on a regular basis. Somebody obviously owns it, but it's run down. Um, you don't see any any evidence that other people are living in the building at the moment. You get up to the second landing, and the smell um from above starts to drift its way down definitely uh feces and other horrible nasty smells begin to permeate the uh, the air yeah, it smells to, like death get up to the third landing and you can see the door open up ahead of you um what order are you guys going to go and who's going first I'll go in first. I'm probably going in second. Okay. Just bring it up. I'm going last. Okay. I'll I'll go go second to last. (laughs) All right. You step forward, and one after the other, you enter the room, and you can't believe what you're looking at. Um, First of all, the room is filthy. There's garbage and shit all over. In the center of the room, however, there is a circle of chairs 
and there are people sitting in the chairs. Um, the smell of blood and, uh, and other things is pretty strong. And as you step forward, you realize that all of these people have been disemboweled. Their entrails have been pulled out and, and piled in the center of the circle that they are sitting in. They're all slumped down, uh, but they're not restrained in any way. Uh, you can all do constitution rolls. Pass. Oh, oh yeah. I can't believe I passed that one. Pass 45. Pass. All right. You all want to wretch. You all want to throw up the, at the smell and the horror in front of you, but you manage not to. Wait, Jesus, Felix. What they do? Just let someone do that to them? Oh, this is rough. I'm going to move to open a window if there is one, just so there get are. some cool fresher. No, perhaps, perhaps they were drugged beforehand so they couldn't move. Must have, man. Uh, can um, you imagine? Brian, when you say that and you're looking around, you do see the remnants of uh, drug paraphernalia all over the room, uh, mostly hypodermics. Okay. And, uh, are there any any like unused ones, ones that are still full? Uh, are you gonna, you can do a search? search okay. For, I mean, a, a, a spot hidden roll. All right. I fail that. <laughs> that is a fifty-six right. out of forty-five. You don't see them, and it's a little hazardous trying to root around in all the garbage because you know you might get pinned. Mm -hmm. um, are the bodies mostly? Like mixed gender? Are they clothed? Are they all men? Do they look clean? Uh, they're all male. Um, they, at first glance, they all look like they're homeless people, um, except for two of them. Two of them look like they're pretty well dressed. Um, Taking out my sketchbook and rapidly sketching while looking around. The two that are well dressed are fairly young. You'd say probably in their 20s. Uh, the other ones are of various ages. Most of them are a little older than, I mean, you'd expect from, from homeless people. Um, you also notice that there are nine chairs in the circle, but there are only eight bodies. I'm going to put my, I'm going to have my uh, handkerchief over my mouth because this is disgusting and uh maybe check some of the uh arms and just start going through see if there's any uh you know marks any trail you know injection mark points okay also um, down. um you don't need to do a, you know what you're looking for um yeah everybody has track marks um okay. some older some some newer but I would like you to do a spot hidden. Uh, yes, 40. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, upon first glance, at least three of them, uh, where their arms are sort of hanging at their sides, there is a knife lying on the ground as if they dropped it. 
and you begin to realize that these people all disemboweled themselves. Are they any special to the knife? No, Anything, just a kitchen, just kitchen knife, like a steak knife. So everyone has a knife. Yeah, some different, but they're all pretty much steak knives. And Frank, yeah. uh, they, they, they did it to themselves. Was this some communist oh property? What kind of drugs how, are they taking? How, how, how could they have done this? This is insane. They're communists, that's how. I mean, I mean, I know that drugs make him crazy, but uh, I've never known a drug crazy. user to cut uh, himself open uh, and pull out his entrails. Not with uh, heroin or morphine. What's in, Maybe we can figure out what's in these, these syringes, needles they have all around here. Is there, is there any marks on the floor? Are there any, you know, chalk marks? Anything that's... Well, you, know, you don't see anything offhand. There's... Uh, Blood and garbage and um, entrails all piled into it. the middle of the room. No, there were no candles, no... You don't see any candles, no. Cult paraphernalia. In fact, the room was probably quite cold when, when they did this. There doesn't seem to be a heater or anything like that. Um, there is a bathroom. This is a single room apartment. Um, why don't you all do spot hiddens? Because you're just sort of looking around, surveying all of this stuff. No. Yeah. Us. Okay. So, John, uh, Detective Yeager, you're looking around the room. You're kicking some of the stuff around with yeah, your feet sketching away one yeah and you you kick some of the garbage away and you notice that there is definitely what looks like a bundle of drugs mm. of some sort um when you look at it closer you realize that it's it's kind of odd it's some kind of rice paper and there's definitely something wrapped up inside of it, probably a powder like cocaine or or something like that. But you're not sure what. Felix, it is. take a look at this. What? What? Hmm. Uh, Do we? Mean, what is this? Uh, I'll, I'll take a look, but I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. What do you? There any way of identifying this? Well, you'll have to you look and see what's inside. Yeah. Take it out. Yeah. Open um, it up. And... You open it up, and this is what you see. Kind of a pinkish powder and a very unusual symbol on paper. I'm going to go lean outside and yell, Jones, Riley, did we get any idea of these people? What did you find in here? Um, they, of course, yell up, uh, we're not the detectives. We don't know anything. <laughs> you saw them, bitches. We just called you guys. Uh, um, is that like a little, is it a little, little Chinese dragon on there? Yeah. Oddly enough, a three-eyed dragon. Interesting. Now, you, you all are familiar with New York. You know that there are gangs. Is this a known gang symbol, like what, the tongs or anything we know? 
nothing that you've ever seen before, but it definitely looks like a Chinese dragon of some sort. I'm going to start looking through the two you mentioned, cleaner or nicer looking bodies while sketching their faces. So I have a record. Okay. Um, they seem to uh, have been, uh, I, they, they look like they're in good clothes. Uh, you know, they've got shoes. They physically don't look uh, even remotely like they were in distress or, you know, on the streets. Um, you find their wallets and you identify them. One of the first one you identify is uh, named uh, uh, Chuck Spielman, which doesn't ring a bell. Um, the second one, who, as you were sketching, kind of looked vaguely familiar. Um, you check his, and his name is Sean O'Dwyer. And William O'Dwyer is the mayor of New York. This could be oh. his son. Fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, no. Do you guys know who this is? Oh, who is looks fuck. a bit familiar. Fuck, fuck, uh, Probably fuck. rubbed shoulders with him before. What is it, Jaeger? Yeah. It's the mayor's fucking son. Oh, um, shit. With my uh, credit rate, have I maybe ran into the mayor at some parties? Oh, I'm sure you would have, yeah. So, yeah, the, I may have the, seen this, identify this as the son. Yeah, you're not, you wouldn't say that you're friends, but everybody knows who the mayor is, and you've met him and shaken his hand a couple of times. Yeah. You didn't know he had a kid, but. Oh, I didn't know yet. Nobody yeah, but, but definitely this guy looks like a younger version of the mayor. While they're checking out that area, I'm going to look at the rooms next to it, like the bathroom, because um, there obviously was a ninth person here. I'm looking to see if either they escaped or where they went. So I'm going to check okay. the bathroom first and then the next. So you go into the bathroom and you start looking around. Do a spot hidden for me. Regular pass. It becomes very apparent quickly that this flat has been used for various drug. It's a, it's a, fl it's a flop house for drug people. Um, there's other bits of drug paraphernalia, which you do recognize, heroin use and, and so forth. Um, but you notice a piece of paper lying on the ground next to the toilet, and it's got some writing on it. Hmm. Uh, you pick that up, and this is what you see. Oh, melodious clouds and splendid green. The forest in its primal state did stand, encompassed round and filling all that scene. I stood amazed, my toes upon the sand. A stroll I made to find a crooked path to lead me long beneath the verdant canopy. While many eyes that watched were filled with wrath, and there upon my person did they see. And so the hunt began, as yet unseen. But wings make sound in thickened air above. The whirling sound and effervescing sheen, not unlike the flap of a monstrous dove. I can, as night fell, on that lonesome wood. 
the stars aligned, but did not any comfort show. Invisible the thing, and Adwar wide came closer and begged to follow where I would go. I don't know, make any much sense to me, kind of. What do you make of it, guys? Sounds like mad ravings. Yeah, sounds like something a drug druggie would write down. Um, yeah, maybe their dreams or whatever they were seeing. More like uh, most poetry. Literature. It's code for some commune somewhere. Who <laughs> who discovered these bodies? Um, by the way, like how was this reported? Jones, guys, guys called it in. You don't know where they got the information from. Hmm. Okay. How long that's have they a, been? That's dead? a good hole hole in the story. I need to oh. fill that in at some point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oops. Oops. I was like, who called this? I gotta talk to to somebody who found this. I don't know. I was thinking maybe I, I uh, clues. Can I oh. see how long they've been dead? Um, you're gonna you, you do medical? Yeah, I've got medical. Yeah. Give an estimate. Yes. Your guess is that from from the lividity in their bodies and the, the blood pooling, um, it's probably been at least eight hours, maybe longer, maybe a little longer. So for over eight hours, they've been dead. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, we. I guess have we taken pictures yet? The photography people got in here for no, but you do have a forensic team that's going to be coming okay. following guess... you. You guys get your chance to look everything over and see if there are any clues. Um, uh, I don't know where else to check. I mean, I guess have we found all their IDs yet out of their wallets? Uh, the, yeah. the homeless people don't have any IDs. Okay. Um, was there any other rooms off this besides the bathroom, like a kitchen or a... No. It looks like they probably, if they... You don't, you don't see any evidence of any cooking in this room. All right. Taking a look at the ninth seat, does it look like someone had actually been sitting there? Yes, definitely does. Um, obviously, they didn't disembowel themselves. Was there a knife laying by it? There, there is not. Um, is there the same drug paraphernalia lying near it that the others have? Oh yeah, that's it's everywhere. It's all over the floor. Uh, you um, go ahead and do a spot hidden for me. There's a couple things you might see. No, my spot hidden's not working today. Okay. Uh, it's just such an amount of disarray that it's that. There, there's something very obviously very strange. I don't even need to see there's something strange about it for crying. That's horrible. Um, but it does seem like there's like uh, something obvious that you might be missing. It's worth looking at for a while. Okay. Have we canvassed or, or yeah. have the two uniforms canvassed the rest of the area, asked for neighbors or like other people sleeping around? 
Um, at this point, they're probably supposed to guard the building and make sure nobody okay. goes in except you guys. I'm going to go outside and see if there's any anyone in the, you know, um, apartments next door. And, okay. Yeah. I'm going to right. just snoop around, too. I'll just kind of take it all in again. I'll, yeah, I'll okay. go with, I'll go been, with Detective you. I've been just looking at the uh, bodies. I'm going to keep on looking around the floor, chairs, um, like Felix. Okay. Yeah, there's just so much, so much evidence. Well, and the thing is, is that you realize that even by moving around in the room, you've possibly messed up something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Felix, do a, a spot hidden then. That is a failure. Remember, you guys can spell. You can spend luck. <laughs> That's a lot. I mean, you don't. Luck. I'm not. I'm not telling you to spend ninety luck. I'm just. Well, can I push it a little bit? Um, start. You want to push it? Sure. Moving? Yeah. We'll I can warn you though. If you push it and you fail, you're probably going to trip and fall. Right, stick a needle in you. Blood in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, yes, I. Just passed it. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's, that's good. You're looking. You're I may looking have tripped around. a little bit, but <laughs> well, you notice a couple of things. Um, one is, uh, whoever was sitting in chair number nine did get blood on their shoes, and you can see it's been messed up a little by you guys coming in and walking around. But you can see that there was a trail going towards the door. So whoever it was left after this massacre occurred. Um, You're also pretty sure now that you're moving around the room that there is something buried underneath all those entrails in the middle of the... Oh, I was afraid of that. Uh, Frank, um, let's mark... Here's these footprints here. Let's make sure we don't scuff them. Do the... Do the yeah. footprints look, um, I guess, like a shoe with a decent s- sole on it? I mean, yeah. does, it, does it look like somebody who's not a hobo's flat, worn-out shoe? But Yeah, I mean, they don't look – I mean, well, you can't really tell how expensive they are, but they look like dress shoes, uh, dress shoe bottoms, not, not, not loafers or kinnies or anything. Right, so like we'll, we'll – Section off that, mark that for photos. Yeah. But Frank, uh, you know, there's something in that pile there. And I don't know if I want to kind of dig around right now, but <laughs> there's something inside there. Ugh, that's something I really want to do. Uh, I'm, I've got, I guess. No, I probably have gloves. I'm, I'll put some long gloves on. Like 10 foot long gloves. <laughs> take off my jacket. I'll, roll up yeah, my I'll help you, Felix. Just a moment here. Let me get some gloves, too. Ugh. All right. As horrific and nasty as that is, um, you uncover a very odd looking thing in the center. Of the entrails. Ooh, well, that's not be. supposed to be there. What the heck is that, Felix? 
Uh, I have no clue. Uh, is any uh, a that cult gemstone? Report? Looks like yeah. some sort of rock. Yeah. I don't have an phrase. Well, even with a hundred in a cult, you still wouldn't be able to figure out. No, it, it just looks. The, the whole situation does seem very much like some sort of bizarre kind of occult ritual. Occult ritual, yeah. Hmm. All right, Felix. Next time we let the uh, the the, the uh, medics take care of this. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna have to pull. We have to take this with us. I uh, <laughs> pulling it out. It's, it's about like twice the size of an avocado. So maybe, you know, about this. Um, and you, you you said you're wearing gloves. You're wearing probably like rubber gloves, latex gloves. Yeah. 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 Um, it's oddly warm. I mean, the room itself right now is probably you know, in the low teens because it's cold outside, but the rock feels warm. How warm? Is it uncomfortable to hold? No, but like you would guess like maybe 70 or 80 degrees. Oh, so yeah, that's right. This thing's, this this is hot. (laughs) It's not right. Well, it's surrounded by people's guts. Yeah, but the guts are all cold now. <laughs> this has been over eight hours. You're right, Felix. That is strange. As uh, somebody identify this thing, uh, Detective uh, Yeager and Detective Brand, you guys went downstairs. Um, uh, the two guys downstairs, they're like. Uh, like was it, it's what we told you, isn't it? It's just horrible, huh? Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. Smells yeah. like shit up there. Is that, vis- eviscerated themselves. The forensic team's going to be here. He said in a few minutes, and uh, thank God we don't have to clean it up. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess just keep a perimeter. Um, yeah, there's nobody around who could have uh, seen seen anybody leaving this apartment. Do we know? Have you? Have I you don't know. This is, this, is, this is Chinatown. It's like nobody talks. Damn. All right. They'll yeah, talk just... to you, Brian, won't they? Nah, Everyone we'll talks to you. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, which neighbor do we want to check out first, Jaeger? Let's start. Uh, they're on third floor, so let's look around third floor and um, see if there's anyone around. All right. You've got tenement buildings on either side. They're run down. They're almost in as bad condition as the one that you were just in. There are people living there. Um, It's difficult to get anything more than the door opening like this and the person going, closing the door. Slip a dollar bill in there. You guys carry around dollar bills? (laughs) (laughs) You have monies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of money. <laughs> Bank notes. <laughs> it's a one shot. He came to, um, he came to spend. They'll a take lot. your dollar, but they ain't gonna talk. <laughs> you put it up that, there, they, open, the door they open the door, they grab it, and close the door again. 
Yeah. You do. You guys are detectives and and part of the police. You do know that you could go to jail for that. True. All right. Um, I guess. Unless you suspect that there is an armed criminal or something. I I smell marijuana. You still you got to get a a warrant. True. True. Um, uh, If nobody's going to talk to us, I don't know. I guess we'll try everyone and see if we can get anybody. Just anything. Since um, Detective Brando, you are uh, you have a lot of connections because you you know you know how to talk to people, mm-hmm. and uh, you can sometimes get information out of it. Uh, you saw the drugs. Uh, this neighborhood, uh, most likely, if anybody knew anything, it would be Johnny Chen. He's affiliated with the mob in fact he's probably a fairly high up person but as long as you're not attacking him i mean you've talked to him before whether he'll reveal anything or not is it's hard to say but um his hangout is the red dragon restaurant and it's probably a good idea not to go in there alone interesting meanwhile the guys upstairs you guys have retrieved the uh a rock and uh, you have the bits of evidence that you need as the uh, forensic team is arriving and they're going to clean it up and if they find anything else it's going to be packaged up one more question of the scene did mm-hmm. it look like everyone shot up in the chair and you know maybe dropped a syringe or is it just a hodge hodge of needles and Drugs. Well, there doesn't seem to be any distress. It seems if, if the, the eeriness of the whole thing is that each individual seems to have disemboweled themselves and then moved forward and then laid out, wrapped that rock in their entrails, and then just went back and sat down and blissfully died. Uh, so themselves. It looks obvious that they did this themselves. Yeah, yeah. Then oh, there's okay. blood on their hands and, and oh, life I assume, there. I assume the ninth, ninth person had done it. Okay, but uh, you're you're also guessing that they didn't die from a drug overdose. They died from die from bleeding to death. Yeah. <laughs> and their okay. their facial expressions are not ones of pain or horror. They they all look kind of blissed out. Did we take a a few of the packets of drugs with us before we came down? We only found the one. Okay, just one. We have it. You might have found a couple of other wrappers that have that same wrapper paper. So you've definitely got, you've got one of those. That's a logo. um, But we know that it looks like the Red Dragon restaurant's logo, or do we not know it enough to? Um, No, once again, you know New York. Yeah, you've never seen this. This weird. It looks oriental to you, but it's really strange. Probably somebody in the neighborhood would know what it is. Or what? Uh, what do you two have there in your hands? What, like, what the hell is that? Uh, what? <laughs> guess where? Guess where this was hiding? This little. I don't know. Someone's ass. <laughs> uh, I don't even want. Don't even bring that near me. All the big repository, but no, it was in the middle of the entrails. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Don't bring that near me even more. <laughs> Felix. 
Why, why are you carrying around? This is what makes you <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but it, it's it's still warm. That's wonderful. Wait, warm? <laughs> warm. It's like five degrees. How the hell can it be warm? I'm just grossed out. I have no clue. Uh, we just getting started on this thing. Uh, Next thing you know, you're going to tell me it's moving. Like, can you feel a heartbeat in it? I'm not feeling anything right now. <laughs> but you can feel that it's warm. If it's it in your, warm. If it's in your pocket or if it's next to your body, you can feel the warmth coming off of it. I'm probably carrying it because it's so big. Yeah. Uh, so, well, Detective Yeager, if you reach out and put your hands near it, you can feel the warmth coming off of it. This is crazy. Well, anyways... But I think between Brian and I, we think Johnny Chin is going to be a good next lead. If anyone knows anything, it's going to be that asshole. Yeah, he hangs out at the Red Dragon. It's right down the street, actually. You can probably catch him. Yeah, we have a Red Dragon on the drug paraphernalia, and we're going to the Red Dragon restaurant. I mean, it just seems... It's a bit on the nose. It's a bit on the nose. It's a bit on the nose. There's a Red Dragon theme going on here in Chinatown anyway, so... Uh, well, there's a lot of... There's, it, I think anything in Chinatown's got to have a Red Dragon on it. And right? it is. It is around New Year. It is around Chinese New Year, so that could be it, too. Nah, true. True. Don't want right. <laughs> to... I'm going to try to find a box or something to put this egg in. Okay. There's probably... it's. It's Chinatown. There's probably China food uh, containers thrown <laughs> around and laying in the street and in the garbage pails nearby. And yeah, throw those gloves you, away. You could give it to the forensic team to take back to the uh, the precinct house if I you wanted to. Gonna, I think we're gonna hold on to it just a little bit here. I, it's it's very odd. Maybe right. if somebody will recognize it. All right. So you walk down the street to, and, and Chinatown this time of night is still fairly, I mean, things are still going on. Uh, you get to the Red Dragon, and um, superficially, it looks like a restaurant. You know, when you walk in, there are patrons in there that are eating. Um, there's light music that's playing on a radio. Uh, the, the smell of Chinese food is quite pleasant, actually. It's probably a pretty nice place to eat. Um, but uh, Johnny Chen is not going to be out in this park. He's going to be in private rooms somewhere in the back. Um, and you're not exactly sure how to get there. Probably the bartender or the chef or the waiter will... Who's our muscle? Probably, probably take the lead and probably go up to maybe the hostess, because it's kind of you can sit get sat down here, right? Like, reserve a table or something, or would I have to go to the bar for that? Well, they're not going to come to you. I mean, if you want to eat, in fact, that's probably what they think at first when you walk in. Oh, okay. you want a seat? Here's a here's a place to sit if you if you want to eat. No, no, I'm I'm here to see uh, Johnny. And they look at you, and um, they just sort of give you a, a little half bow, and uh, 
tell you to stay there. And uh, somebody goes to the back. I just give him a smile. Just look at him. Uh, after about five minutes go by, uh, the same person comes back out. And uh, instead of coming towards you, they, they go right back into the, the kitchen area. And um, the door that they went through opens and this obvious bodyguard uh, comes walking out. He looks like he's made out of a mountain. Um, He comes out and he says, what's your business with Johnny? Damn. What they been feeding you, man? Chinese food. (laughs) (laughs) Must be pretty good. I say, (laughs) uh, um, Got a couple of questions to ask him about uh, some of the stuff we've been finding people using on the streets. Nothing, nothing too much. All right, follow me. And uh, the four of you, you guys can tell you, do you know that he's got a weapon? He's probably got multiple weapons, uh, but uh, you follow him back. Uh, he knocks on a, a red leather door. You know, it's got studs and knocks on that. Uh, you hear you know, something in Chinese. And he opens up the door. And uh, setting at one end of the room, the far end of the room, uh, behind a desk with his feet up, uh, is a, a man. I, you'd say he's probably in his late 20s, early 30s. Uh, he says, detectives, what... Uh, to what do I? I uh, uh, <laughs> suddenly got tongue tied. Got uh, your tongue, Johnny. He's like, uh, <laughs> good, good to see you too, Johnny. So, uh, how are things going? Oh, pretty good. Are you here to uh, attempt to put some pressure on me? Because you know you can search all you want, and there ain't nothing that you're going to pin on me. No, I'm not too interested on pinning anything on you today, but. I did have a couple of questions about something. I found a, a whole group of people just all cut up recently the other day. We all did, actually. It was, it was a group effort. Well, but, that's, that's your job, isn't it? You're a homicide detective? Oh, yeah. But they, they seem to have been using some sort of substance. And something, they, some one thing led to another and seems to maybe point in your direction. I was just wondering I maybe. What you're talking about. If anything, you've been peddling, it's been a little bit new or too much. Peddling drugs? I don't peddle drugs. I've never, I've never even oh. touched a drug in my whole life. I, I've clicked the driver license of <laughs> the mayor's son onto his um, table. That's Am I supposed to know found. something about that? Meet, Johnny, the Johnny, name, we're not, meet we're the not trying to tell me. accuse you of anything. I mean, we, you, you know what's going on in this town. We've got a really bad situation. Um, you know, you don't want this happening. You've got to know something about it. It was really strange. Do you well, you haven't really, you haven't really given me any idea of what the situation is. Uh, it's, it, it was a horror scene. There was eight people disemboweled, disemboweled in a circle. But, but get this. 
they, did they disemboweled themselves. themselves. They took yeah. their own knives and cut their own bodies all open, right. all simultaneously right. after taking There's... some sort of substance and some crazy backwards ritual. Show them that. Show him the symbol. Yeah, show him the. Him. We show him the three-eyed dragon and the. Like, come on, Johnny. You gotta have something. You gotta know something. I have no idea. I mean, you're saying. You I mean, know. you know the effects of drugs. You've never seen drugs that make people do this. No, oh, I don't. I don't know if it was the drugs or something else. But I, you got, you got no clue that somebody's peddling this this stuff in this in Chinatown here on your turf. This is ten minutes away. You guys, can do a, you guys can do a psych roll on him. Yeah. <laughs> Spending five left to pass. Down to 35. Those of you who, who passed. I got a hard success. Yeah. He's definitely holding something back. There Johnny. was a there was a flicker of recognition, at least slight recognition. Johnny, one of the people dead is Samir's son. What do you think will happen when word gets out that you know something about it? And you're not helping. You make a good point. I try to. It confuses people. You know how many cops will be down here patrolling, well, knocking on doors, maybe walking well, through this restaurant? I heard through the grapevine um, that there is some kind of new drug. Um, when I first heard about it, they called it the witching hour. But uh, from what I understand, uh, part of it is if you take it around midnight, uh, you have a, a consistent vision, same vision as other people. Uh, you're running through a, a forest and something is chasing you. And it's so real and so frightening that some people kill it kill themselves um people are starting to call the drug suicide hour instead of witching hour who the hell would want a drug like that i don't know but part of this doesn't make any sense and he he points to the the symbol on there this is the three-eyed dragon I don't think this is your drug. I think this is herbal medicine. Oh. There's an old medicine man. He came from the old country. My family's put him up in a warehouse down by the, by the wharf. Um, and he's kind of a, I don't know what you call him, a witch doctor or a, um, a medicine man. He gives remedies to people. Uh, he doesn't even sell this stuff. Uh, so like we've, we kind of overlook it, you know, he's kind of in our territory, but he's not, he's not infringing on any of our business. Um, I'll tell you where it is. And he writes down the address and he says, his name is Yinlong Hao. Um, but 
if there's something going on, I don't think he has anything to do with it. And I think that you need to find out who it is, because if that's the mayor's kid, I mean, I don't want any more police down here than usual. It'll be bad for business for all of us, Johnny. You see, Johnny, this social call didn't have to be so difficult. And I'll give him like a tap on the shoulder and kind of mm -hmm. like leave. Oh, no. You don't come anywhere <laughs> near me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll try. He's but... <laughs> between. He's got the desk right. between. Oh, perfect. And his hands are down here. So uh -huh. Uh -huh. he probably has his hand on the gun. gun and Johnny will come back next week for your... Uh... For your dues, yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh -huh. And I take the badge and so I take the card and skid out. Okay. So you guys all end up back on the street. <clears throat> what would you like to do? It's it's well past midnight. It's actually approaching morning by this time. My uh, my timekeeping may have been a little off because I didn't have it written down, but your the, their suicides would have co corresponded to midnight. Okay, so if, okay, so if they were dead, eight, would it be? Let's uh, let's change the eight hours. Let's say okay. that it's twenty four hours. So it's now okay, the so next day that you right. found, and it was the smell that people were complaining about. That makes sense. Find it. That all makes sense. Yeah. All right. It is we'll need to tell the chief about the mayor's son. Yeah, he's not going to like that. That just adds one more piece of crap on this whole thing. I'm not sure we should do this just yet because it'll hop up so much sensationalism. It'll, it won't be good and, for the investigation. You don't let him know right away. You know, if the, if the journalists find out before he does, oh. he will blow his top. Now this is it'll something. be it'll be our asses call. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. We, we can no. call this in. Call it the mayor. Let's let's probably go back to the precinct and just kind of gather our stuff and then wait till the morning. That's what I would suggest. All right. Well, at least fair. let the the um, chief know what's going on because he's going to yeah. want to know first about this one. Yeah, I took the idea, so hopefully the 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 forensic guys don't you know know who he is yet but we'll see um so you go back to the you go back to the lab uh, to the precinct house um of course the chief wants an immediate report on what's going on he has to know everything uh you tell him about the mayor's son and he flips and uh he can't he has to contact the mayor and he says but you guys have to clear this up as quickly as possible and find out who the ninth man is because the mayor is going to want, you know, the mayor would fire us all if he wanted to. You've, you've got to find this ASAP. Do we have all the support of the judges? If we need warrants, do we have the boys? I imagine we have everything, Chief. You do. Yeah. Yes, sir. Good. Yeah. We might have to push hard to get the information we need. All right. So um, the only other thing is uh, the the rock is now taken into forensics and it's cleaned up because it was pretty nasty. Um, and you get a better look at it. 
looks like that. Very much like an avocado, but with purple and much bigger. The boys in the lab have no idea what it is. No clue on this thing. That was that was in the the entrails in that pile. Yeah, Felix and I dug it out. Looks like an egg. A little bit. Have you We're touched it? Oh. Yeah, Felix said it was warm or hot. It remains, it it remains warm? warm. Yes, it is. Have they done a mo test on it to see how hard it is? Uh, yes, they have. It's at least as hard as diamond. Yeesh. Someone literally shit at a diamond. We want to give the uh, powder to the forensic. Okay. See if they can identify what is it a drug or is it, you know, I don't know, something. Um, all right. It takes them about an hour to analyze it. Uh, it seems to be composed of nothing that unusual. Uh, there are a lot of herbs, and uh, including tea, that's part of its component. Uh, however, it's, um, it's got a few things they can't quite identify. Not because it's not biological. They don't know what herb it would have come from. Uh, there's some chemical... Uh, evidence that it might be a mild hallucinogen but not a very strong one so while they're doing their um, lab tests could i also ask the boys to run down some info on this chuck spielman get character that we found next to the mayor uh yes um uh he has no record uh he was sean o'dwyer's uh roommate at college and although you can't directly ask the family because they're now in shock, um, best friend. Huh. So Chuck and Sean were best friends. Looks like one of them dragged the other into this mess. It's rough for both families. Well, for us, we probably have what? 24, 48 hours at best before they sack our asses if we can't solve it. Oh, we'll solve it. We always do. Yeah. If we don't, then Johnny did it. All right. <laughs> Let's get the coffee. And we should probably head out and pay a visit to this Yen Long Hao. All right. Um, since you're going over evidence, uh, I would like you I would like you to do a collective luck roll. So whoever's got the lowest luck. Here. I have 35, so good luck beating that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little low. I have 50, so. So go ahead and do a luck roll, uh, Billy. Um, oh, 43, so. Okay. So we'll take that big gigantic chunk of evidence and throw it out. <laughs> awesome. Whoops. Um, all right. So I, you said you were going to go down to the dock. Yeah. You go down to the dock. Uh, you go to the warehouse 
where uh, Johnny Chin had sent you. And it's just a closed up warehouse. Uh, there are uh, big, gigantic, you know, uh, folding doors that are closed. Uh, but there are a number of little smaller doors where people can go in and out. When you go up to them, they are locked. Hmm. Time to start knocking. Um, you do. You knock on the door, and uh, there's no answer at first. Um, let's say these are solid doors, but there is a long glass window, you know, looking in to let light in. Uh, and you're just about on the verge of saying, well, there's nobody here. When you hear footsteps approaching, they're very soft. And um, the window on the inside is suddenly blocked by something, a person. And the, you hear the door unlock and the door swings open. And standing there is another fellow, at least as big as the guy at the, the as the bodyguard at the, the food place last night, um, except that he is not dressed in a suit and tie or anything like that. He's dressed in more traditional um, Chinese robes. Uh, he is uh, got no hair on his head, no facial hair, uh, and he looks at you, and he just he just stares at you. Now he looks like he's probably in his late 20s, early, early 30s. Um, but he just glares at you and doesn't say anything as he, he's opened the door, you know, about that much. You guys want to show him the, the symbol? He's just, uh, we're looking for Young Lung Hao. Johnny's in it. Hmm. I don't think he understands. He says, uh, he says, uh, uh, Ying Long Hao. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. That's it. Uh, he, he struggles for a minute to see if he can find the words in English. Um, he says, nine, nine. Not here. No, not here. Nine. Back at nine. He'll be here at nine. Hold up the wristwatch and nine. He goes. I think. Yeah, at nine. So we can we can come back. What time is it? Or waiter. Probably about ten or eleven in the in the morning. Oh. Oh, so nine at night, huh? Oh. Why? Why so? Why so late? Maybe he has a day job. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was being maybe. put up here by Johnny. Um. Anyways, he, yeah, he hears you guys speaking some strange language, and <laughs> just, he just sort of backs away and he closes the door slowly, and uh, hear him relock it. Who's our tough guy in this group? <laughs> yeah, let me take care of it. Yeah. Come on. 
We need to know where he is. No, oh, he's already closed the door. You can yell and scream at him all you want. Oh, I'm still gotta, not going to understand I, your language. <laughs> I just got to break the door open. Well, it's a metal door. You can try. Do oh. a strength roll. Sure. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to probably break your arm. <laughs> I'm going to look around can... to see if there are bystanders or, or anyone just a bit too curious. Not really. People That's mind their own business, but there's people over there. People uh, I had a hard success. Okay. So you hit the door pretty hard. You don't hurt yourself. Um, but after you do that, um, you see him come back to the door and he opens up the door again and he goes I just open it he opened the door I'm opening it oh, now you can do another strength roll <laughs> oh one wow oh. wow <laughs> you managed to you managed to overpower him you got a 47 and and push the door open um but now you are being uh, hostile, and he is going to try and shove you back out. Um, but you guys can now see inside, okay? It's basically a big old empty warehouse. There are a number of what look like, like coils of copper wire and things that have been left in the warehouse across the inside of the warehouse, there is what would have been like an office, but it's it's up one level. So there's like a scaffolding going up to it. And that seems to be the only thing in here. Um, uh, he starts to, he tries to push you back out. All right. As soon as he does that, I'm going to assault a police officer. Take him down. Take him down. Oh, you're going to try to, huh? Try to. Yeah, you're, also, you're also breaking into a place without a warrant. <laughs> I don't think the chief is going to mind this too much. So, right, well, so we're, we're now in combat. So uh, right. go ahead and roll for all. Oh, boy. He likes to step in back. All right. Let me. I rolled a uh, 15, which is a hard success. Okay. I got a 26, which is also a hard. Um, uh, somewhere there's a dog whining. You can hear that quite clearly. But, uh, <laughs> dog. Uh, you know whose dog that is. So you've ended up grappling sort of with each other, and the two of you are grappling. Uh, he's not attempting to do anything injurious to you but he is definitely trying to force you back outside the door uh, while they're doing that can i try to slip inside because they're tussling so i figure i'll just uh yes you can and it's not that hard to do uh because the two of them are pretty evenly matched and they're they're struggling like, so you, you slipped right in how about the other two felix and uh I'm just going to try another door. Oh, they're, they're all <laughs> locked except for this one. <laughs> They've got the big, they have big, uh, okay. If they're all locked, then yeah, we'll try slipping in. All right. It's actually not that hard to do because they're not 
in the doorway there. They've okay. moved inside. Yeah, if it's, if it's wide open, I'll, I'll slide in. All right. So the three of you slip inside. Uh, help Frank. What are you going to do? Are you going to help Frank or? Yeah, I could use some help. At least, yeah. yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm going to go to the office while the two of them does whatever. Okay. Um, so the three of them are trying to restrain the guy, and and he's putting up a pretty good, you know, struggle. Uh, Detective Sean, you start heading over there. Uh, he is going to attempt then to break away from you and uh, run over and head off uh, Detective Yeager. Um, guys, do a brawl. You can all roll brawl. I'm going to attempt to use my blackjack on There you go. Uh, 27, which is a, let's see, 55. So it's a, that's a hard success. Okay. So he starts to pull himself away from you in the in the sort of ensuing fight. You pull out your blackjack and crack him across the back of the neck, and he goes down. Okay, onto the he goes flat on the ground. Uh, meanwhile, Detective John, uh, D- Detective Yeager, uh, you've gotten to the steps. These are uh, they're not old rickety steps, but they're you know they're not brand new cement steps. They're wooden steps going up to the office. Uh, and it looks like a, the kind of office you would see in a, you know, where the foreman would be and he could look out over the warehouse. There's nothing to see in the warehouse. Um, so you get up there and you can see that it's a little office with um, mostly wood with uh, big windows and a wooden door. Uh, the door is not locked. But there are no lights on inside the office. That doesn't mean that it's dark. You can still see light. Oh, also, the warehouse has windows up all high around. all the way around. So there's, there's a fair, fair amount of light coming in. <clears throat> um, so you guys have knocked this guy out. What do you guys do? Um, I'm going to quickly just probably just draw my gun and going to try and secure the building at this point. Because we, if we're going to be hostile, I mean, it's going to be like police, like we're here. Maybe we don't have a warrant, guys. I kind of look at everybody. A little late for that. <laughs> cuff them. <laughs> mm, yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna cuff the guy. I'm not. Um, I look to iron. He likes losing down there. So. <laughs> Yeah, I cuff right. him since I, I right. since I did um, knock him out of black shot, but I am going to check his pulse too to make sure he's still okay. Oh, he's alive. He's alive yeah. and heavy breathing. In fact, when you get him cuffed, just a few seconds after you've cuffed him, he starts to come to and starts to struggle, but he's uh, cuffed. I pull, so. um, does he have a piece of cloth or something? Like uh, what? Clothing? Uh, yeah, just something to put in his mouth so he doesn't shout and yell to warn other people. Um, I don't know. You'd have to rip up his clothes or something. He doesn't right, have like a handkerchief. Pull out a handkerchief, ball it up, stuff it in his mouth. Well, he doesn't seem to be yelling. 
So, in fact, he's <laughs> um, making very little noise at all. All right. Uh, but, I mean, if you want to do that, you stuff it in his mouth. You don't really have anything to. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Just stuffing it in there. And then he sort of resigns himself to just slump. He's just laying there on the ground. But he's kind of glaring up at you. All right. So the three of you, what are you going to do? Are you going to go over? You've seen uh, Detective Yeager go up the stairs and into the place. So I was following, going up to the office. Okay. So you guys are heading over towards the office. Um, Detective Yeager, uh, the office looks like it might have been used at some point for its purpose. There are filing cabinets. Um, You check the filing cabinets, but they seem completely, they're, they're warehouse documents for shipments in and shipments out. Nothing looks important. Um, industrial machinery and copper wire and um, stuff like that. No drugs. Uh, there is a little back door, however. Um, so there's more to this than just this front office. Uh, and by now you hear the others coming up the stairs. Did you guys just leave the guy out there? I imagine Irons is watching him. I, I would probably be watching him because... I'll watch him. I go, you guys check it out. You I'll guys want to bring him in from the cold or at least not have some random guy outside tied up for... Yeah, I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to shut the door, bring him in. The, the warehouse itself is not particularly cold. It's 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 heated inside. Right. Yeah, I'm so, just making sure the door is shut. I'm going to bring him to a little bit safer area, and I'm going to keep an eye on him while the other three take care of stuff. There's a, there's a chair inside the door, um, inside the door of the warehouse um, that you could uh, restrain him to or uh, at least set him in. Yeah, I'm going to set him in. He's, and, not, um, he's not trying to fight you at all anymore. I'm going to keep an eye on him while the other three right. take care of things. All right. So the all three of you are now up in the office. You guys have arrived while uh, uh, Detective Yaker was looking around. Uh, and you see that there is light coming from underneath that door at the far side. I gesture or, or tilt my head towards the door and then draw my gun oh, out. Good. Yeah. I, I'll get up there to with him with my gun missile. All right. And then I, you know, signal with my hand three, two, and then kick in the door. Okay. Um, it's just a cheap wooden door. Um, probably not even soundproof. Uh, you kick the door in, and the room on the other side of the door. Uh, looks like something out of a fantasy. I mean, why? Well, that's a real weird thing to say. It's like a Chinese fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of red and gold. There's uh, things hanging on the wall that are very pretty. Uh, there's a little um, a shrine over on one side with incense burning. You can smell the incense. And uh, sitting on a little dais that's covered in silks and, and pillows 
um, is a little old man. He looks like he's a thousand years old, at least, you know, that sort of thing. He's got a long beard. His eyebrows are a little long and he's got a mustache. Uh, and he's sitting uh, in a lotus position uh, with his eyes closed, completely oblivious at the moment to your presence, um, despite the noise that you made smashing down the door. Um, you're only standing there for a moment, and he opens up his eyes, and he says, oh, we have guests. Mr. Howe? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm Yinlong Howe, please. And he stands up, says, please, come, come inside. I'm, you know, uh, I'll, I'll put my gun away. away. Yeah. We're with the NYPD. Oh, are you? Where is my servant, Feng Feng? He, he's a bit um, indisposed. He's safe. He's safe. Oh. oh, well, I mean, he has orders to not be, for me to be disturbed. It's um, we, we, I, we understand that, but we, uh, we actually have uh, pressing matters. Yes, of course. Uh, can we show, uh, Detective Yeager, can you um, perhaps show him the uh, substance you found on the napkin or the handkerchief? You're muted. I um, take out the, the little thing. I also take out the two pictures in case and ask, do you recognize the symbol or these two individuals? And see, so he takes he takes the paper and he looks at it and he says, yes, yes. This is an herbal medication that I give out to people. Do you recognize giving it out to these two gentlemen? And then I take the two sketches of Chuck and um, Sean. Um, they don't look familiar to me. Um, most of my clients are Asian. Uh, Brian, Felix, you want to explain to him what, what, what happened? Um, well, go ahead. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll try to explain it. I'll just say, well, you see, it was about uh, at this point yesterday, wasn't it? In terms of time frame. Like, I'll just, I'll explain to him the entire, like, oh, you know, the whole, there was whole a, scene. Yeah, there was a call. We found all these bodies. They they gutted themselves. This substance was found there. It, Are we mentioning the rock or not mentioning the rock? Um, I don't. I guess I would mention the rock. I would mention that there's a strange rock. Um, he listens very patiently to everything you say. You see no facial expression of surprise or horror or anything like that but none of recognition either. And he says, well, this, this herb is just simply to help you sleep. It, it, has, it has no, uh, what you're describing sounds quite terrible. Um, this is an ancient uh, a remedy for people who have difficulty sleeping. Uh, it wouldn't produce anything like. Where's your ingredient? Well, and he turns around, he opens up a cabinet, and he's got uh, little um, ceramic jars. Uh, they're all uniformly brown. Uh, they all have Chinese symbols on them. And he's like, most of them don't have names in your, uh, in your language. Uh, he says, but they're all things that you can import from uh, China, 
legally. They're not, they're not drugs of any kind. At the very most, they might allow you to dream uh, more readily, but I don't think they're any, it's, it's no more dangerous than taking aspirin for a headache or. Is this a common remedy you give out or? Yes, I give it out to anybody who asks for it. I don't charge anything. Do you have a, do you keep a list or a manifest of who you've given it out to? No. You remember giving a lot of it out to someone in the past few days, or is there a person that always comes and asks for a lot? Um, not particularly. Some people get larger uh, supply than others, so they don't have to visit me that often. Um, is I, I don't know that I can help you in any way. Um, Normally, my clientele come at night. They don't, they don't come in the daytime. That's when I sleep. That's what I was doing when you arrived. Um, come after nine tonight? That's, yes, that's normally when people show up. And you don't mind, then, if I could uh, maybe take a sample of each one of these uh, items? If if it's necessary, it's expensive. Well, just little pinches of this and that. And if it's so expensive, who pays for this? Where do you? Are you a communist? <laughs> Giving it out for free. I, I, I don't believe that communists are actually uh, religious. And... Uh, I'm a 1945 cop, okay? I don't know what he says. He's like, you know, um, I'm, 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 I'm trying to oblige in any way that I can. Uh, and he starts to put together, you know, a little pinch of each thing uh, into something, a pot so that you can take it with you. Have you heard um, of uh, something called the, you know, uh, the witching hour drug or the suicide drug? I mean, uh, you have customers. And I tried to describe what the drug does in case he knows it by another name. He says, I, I have no idea. I have not, no, no knowledge of anything like that. Um, and he, he uh, at one point, he's, he keeps looking over the door. Um, He's probably wondering where the guy, his servant, um, he seems to be getting a little nervous that that you guys are in there. I mean, there's three of you and there's one of him and he's an old man. Uh, Meanwhile, Detective Frank, you're watching over, uh, we now know as Fang Fang. And um, uh Fang Fang looks up at you and he says something in Chinese. You have no idea what it is. Um, But he sort of humps the chair a little to get it to slide a little towards the thing. And uh, in body language, he's basically saying, you know, you need to let me go. You know, I I can't do my job when I'm tied up. (laughs) I kind of ignore him. 
I may not ignore them, but you know, I make sure that you know. Sorry, may have just got to stay there. All right. Um. Sure, let us in. So he puts together the uh, the herbs for you, and he's like, "Is there anything else that I can help you with?" Do you have herbs that can wake people up if they're in really deep dreams or sleep, like a little, like smelling salt, but you know, herbs? I I don't know about that. Oh, uh, question: Did he dip? from each of the jars that he has in the cabinet there's uh-huh. that's just it i mean to make this drug or this this powder stuff there's no extra you know it's like eight ingredients and he used all you know eight do, there's only do eight a, jars do a spot hit to see if because they all look the same to you right 48 i'm going to spend the three luck make that okay a regular success so to answer your question yeah kind of looked like he gave you a little bit of each um they're all mixed together but that shouldn't make any difference to the people in the lab um does the cabinet look like it would hold more like a like a secret cabinet like, well, or something. Yeah, it's it's impossible to say. But you know that the Chinese are very good at making boxes that have secret panels, and stuff um, like that. Yeah, I'm gonna just as he's putting that and uh, thank him, and, and I, I'm just I'm just curious. This this cabinet, it's really nicely made. Um, it's. Odd that you just give this stuff away. You said it's so expensive. Um, as I'm looking, I'm going to start dealing around in the cabinet. Okay, so you're you're kind of doing yeah. that. Oh. Um, Where I, I, I failed to mention something. There is another room, um, uh, just another room, but it's just got like beads hanging, you know, to separate the two rooms. And as you begin fiddling about. Um, it's like a squirrel. He uh, slips through the beads. I follow him. And into the other room. Um, Detective uh, Jaeger, uh, you see him do this, and you very quickly uh, slip in right behind him. And the room uh, has three unusual sort of looking beds. Um, They're very elaborate. Um, You think you like opium den beds. Uh, And as you slip around that and you see the beds there, um, you don't see the old man. But I see three beds. Uh, Yeah, you see the three beds there. But he was right ahead of you. And suddenly he's not there, and there's no other way out of the room. And there are no windows in this room. And there's no doors because of speed. So I look up to see if he's not on the ceiling. Yeah, he's not on the ceiling. Um, 
you feel around to see if there's trap doors or something mm -hmm. in the floor. There doesn't seem to be anything like and that. And it's warm, and I don't feel a breeze. I don't feel anything at all. Right. It's like he just vanished into thin air. Felix, Brian, come in here. This this is what? messed up. Jaeger, what's up? You find something? No, that's the problem. I don't see anything. What do you mean you don't see anything? The guy just went in here. D Detective Irons, um, you're down there. You hear a little bit of commotion upstairs. Uh, you hear uh, uh, Jaeger yell, you know, for uh, Felix and Brian. And uh, you, you can't really see into the office. But you can sort of see shadows, you know, when they are moving around because there's light on inside. And uh, after you, uh, you survey that for just a moment and you look back, Fang Fang is gone. And the handcuffs are lying on the, the seat that he was sitting on. Crap. All right. Like I Houdini. Yeah, I pick up the handcuffs. I head upstairs. We could go and get uh, Frank. I'm sure he'll keep Fang Fang, uh, you know, well protected so we could uh, interrogate him to find where the old man is. We can rely on Frank. <laughs> oh, yeah. Frank, always getting things done. Yeah, he'll never lose a man, that guy. <laughs> Just like we wouldn't either. Um, I am going to check the why no one's around then. I'm going to go through the cabinet and um, really give it a once over. Um, it seems like there are, I mean, it's, it's exactly as it appears. Uh, you look at it, you look for hidden doors or hidden triggers. Um, do you look in any of the jars? Yeah. I mean, I'll open the jars because I'm thinking about taking these with us. The um, the jars are interesting because they're they're little brown ceramic jars with Chinese letter. They don't really have like a screw on lid. They have like a piece of cloth that's stretched over the top with a ribbon. Um, they're all empty. There's nothing in any of them. But I saw him take stuff out of each one. Thought you did. I don't know how. <laughs> this is all disappear act. Uh, this makes no sense. And there's three beds in here, huh? That means well, that must mean that well, there's one for the old man. There's one for his servant. Who's the third one for? There's also that sort of permeating incense smell everywhere. It's almost intoxicating. Do we see the source? Like, is there uh, incense burning? Or? Yeah, there is in front of the little shrine, uh, and it does look. Shrine? You're not. Yeah. You're not sure whether it's a Buddha or a deity or whatever it is in front of the shrine, but it doesn't look unusual. It doesn't have ropey. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sketch. Like uh, sketch the whatever statue or whatnot in front of the okay. uh, shrine. All right. I'm gonna. I. I can't stand this incense. I'm gonna. Stamp it out. I'm gonna put out the incense. Okay, good idea. Um, I'm 
I'm probably going to go outside and kind of maybe check to see if they're out there because I'm starting to think, well, they're gone, right? Is there a back exit or... Has Frank come in yet at this time? Yeah, he's come up to the top of the stairs and looking around. All right. Oh, Frank. Anything just disappeared on me. Oh, what? Uh, did trick? The same just happened to us. The old man just up and vanished on uh, on Jaeger. Jesus. It's like a bad Chinese movie. Uh, a little. Um, did You didn't see anybody outside, did you? Have you checked? No, I mean, one moment I was looking at, because I could hear you guys upstairs look glanced up, glanced back down at the chair, and he was gone, and my handcuffs were right there, like Houdini. All right, I need to step out for a second, just to get some That's fresh amazing. air. Yeah. Um, I am going to pocket one of those sticks of incense i'm i'm thinking that we must we must have been drugged of somehow this this they couldn't have just disappeared it's it, yeah no i think this incense stuff's getting to us we should probably get out of here and maybe call up the chief or something i hear you guys probably but his customers won't know he's gone so Come through tonight. Back tonight. So I, you know, stakeout seems. That's a good idea. Like what we're gonna be doing. By the way, Frank, there's three beds in here. So tonight or whenever we run into them, there might be, you know, there might be one more person to keep an eye out on. All right, I'll keep an eye out. I um, have we checked underneath the beds or checked the rest of the room out? Maybe there doesn't seem behind. to be. There doesn't seem to be anything unusual. There's some. I mean, it's different cultural style than what you're used to. But there's nobody hiding under the beds, and there's there's no walls, nothing around. It does make you wonder if there are secret panels, places, because, like, like I said, I mean, you've seen all of you have been to Chinatown. You looked through the shops. You've seen boxes and things with secret compartments, and they're really. Uh, it's craftsmanship. And then the stuff in here is really uh, incredibly beautiful. You know, the car, there's carvings all over the beds. And um, I go around tapping some of the, see if. Um, you come to the realization that you could do that all day long and you might never <laughs> find anything. Just check behind pictures on the wall to see if there's, you know, safes or hidden shelves and you don't see anything. Is there a but uh, there is there a kitchen something there you know you don't see any place specifically for cooking food but um, I mean you don't even need to do luck you probably find a hot plate and uh, a few cooking utensils uh, you don't find any uh, like meat. Well, the old, the old man, I can understand, but the big guy is cuffed right next to you and disappear. It can't be a trick. How do you let him? How do you let him get away? Irons? I mean, I'm kind of just like confused now. I step away in case Frank decides to take it out on O'Brien. Now, listen, he was handcuffed. I just glanced up at where you guys were because I could hear you guys talking and see the shadows. Glanced back down, he was gone like <sighs> that. I don't believe it. <laughs> you you grappled with those big hands of his, and you don't know how he could have pulled his hands out of those handcuffs. No, 
You see the size How'd of that you... guy? Yeah, no one. How'd you lose your little guy? Yeah, well, I mean, we. Well, that was to me. It was Jaeger. He was following the old man. Not only did we lose the little man, but we also lost all the the contents of these jars. Does do I still have that jar of stuff? Yeah. But mine's still there. So yeah. I don't. I have. I'm. I'm. I'm baffled. I have no clue. If I if we look around, do we see remnants of their footprints? Like, were they ever ever here? Uh, it's very clean, so you don't see any evidence of footprints. Huh? It's it's very clean and very well organized. It's there's just a lot of really interesting, colorful uh, Chinese paraphernalia. Well, another dead end, gentlemen. Another dead end. I don't. Do they have the symbol of the three-eyed dragon anywhere? He does have papers with that symbol on it. Yes, that he uses to wrap the uh, wrap the drugs in or the herbal medicines in. But it's only on the the papers for wrapping the herbal medicine in. That's that's what it seems to be. Yeah. Hmm. How does this have anything to do with this, this weird egg, though? That we, we're not even <laughs> this, what is it, an no egg food. a stone what what is that felix what did you pull out of the, someone's intestines <laughs> i i don't know what we're into on this one uh, i just i don't that one's on you remember that <laughs> uh, all right what other leads do we have we, we could find out how chuck and sean got involved in this mess you know check where they work, family, stuff like that. But that would be that would be the next. Yeah, yeah. You do also have a forensic team going over all the stuff in that apartment. Well, I'm going to take the the. You just haven't checked back with them. Yeah, I'm going to go on. Felix is definitely going back because he's going to take that those compounds back. And okay. Since I have them separated, you know. Are the three of you going to go with him? I'll stake uh, yeah, out might here, as well actually. first. Oh. Uh, are you staying here? Okay. I'm gonna stake out here and wait. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna stake out here with um, Mr. Brando. Oh. Mr. Brando. I'm gonna okay, see you're talking about nine lunch. or ten hours. Yeah, yeah. They don't. We don't expect anyone until tonight. Okay. Well, I just want to monitor to see who goes in and out of this building. Okay. The traffic around the area. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's a uniform to do it. I'll, I'll look to Irons and say if we can get like maybe a car or a buggy out here and yeah. we just get some oh. coffee and some donuts and just stay. yeah yeah I say we get a couple um, sliders coffee oh, yeah. and I okay. I'm hungry well when we get back we'll send some uniforms your way just so you know you guys can take shifts and stuff that sounds perfect yeah, All right. grab some sliders from Green Lantern and their coffee I'll keep right. you oh yeah extra uh, greasy all right so while the two of you are doing that um uh felix and uh, john go back to the uh, office back to the precinct house um uh you go in and check and uh one of the one of the officers hobbs who's a forensic specialist uh he says uh i think you guys missed something and uh he points out at the top of the silly poem 
that you guys found in the bathroom, there are initials, uh, uh, PDS. Was that the squiggly? Or... Yeah. Yeah, that squiggly. Okay. And uh, they have been able, amazingly, to identify everybody in the room, uh, even the homeless people. Um, but none of them are PDS. So PDS must be the person who left. That or some other guy that was here, or it could be scribblings of a mad person. Well, did the blood match the uh, victims? Yes. So, yeah, the blood that splattered all over that note would have... Uh... So yeah, we have to find out this PDS. We also need to find the connection with the mayor's son and his friend and what they would be doing with uh, various homeless people <laughs> committing suicide. And then I'm gonna hand over the, the separated drugs and, and see if we can isolate those missing. All right. A couple of missing ingredients or unknown ingredients. So over the course of the day, um, uh, it's the same ingredients that they had in the, uh, the, the stuff from before. Uh, some of them are Chinese herbs that they just can't identify because they don't have any. Uh, they're not unusual as far as chemical compounds, uh, but they are things they don't know what they are. They'll try to they'll try to coordinate with somebody and see if they can find out what these herbs actually are. Um, probably with a botanist or somebody like that. Um, as far as the family goes, of course, the family have found both families have found out now about their sons. Um, what you find out from them is that the two boys were, you know, roommates at college. Uh, they were very good friends. They'd been friends before they went to college. Uh, and they really weren't into all this sort of stuff. Of course, families rarely know what their kids are actually up to. Um, do a luck roll. A group luck or? Well, you can both do luck roll. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be for the best. Because <laughs> I have a good yeah. I have Ooh, 35 on 35. Oh, I got a, a almost an extreme on that luck. <laughs> oh, very good. Okay. So, in the course, I'm, I'm handling it this way because this could take a whole long time right. through it. Uh, in the course of talking to the families, what you discover is that uh, the boys had recently gone to a poetry night reading um, at a local uh, cafe. And it seemed to be all they talked about, about meeting some of these poets. Yeah. Um... It's a fairly well-known place. Um, and they they tell you where it is. Okay. Could we also maybe the boys live together? They're they did at college, yeah. Uh, oh, at college. They're yeah. still college students, right? 
Um, actually, right now they're not in college. They're they're on uh, winter break, but uh, they don't live very far from each other, and they are you know in the wealthy upper class. Right. So, well, what do you think, detective? I think I want to get some lunch, and then we can hit up this poetry place. We should probably send some uniforms back to the warehouse so that Irons and Brando can take a break, maybe join us for lunch, and we can see what's going on with the, uh, the, the hippies. Yeah, let's pass on the location where we'll be and see if they'll meet up with us on that. Okay. So you send some officers out to sort of take over for Irons and, and Brando if they want to leave um, and join you at the, uh, the cafe? Yes. Yes. Do you guys want to do that? Yeah, I guess so. All right. So you go across town, you land at the, you, 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 you come up to the cafe um, and it's just, it's a cafe and you can see there's a, there's a, like a bulletin board, you know, for people posting stuff and uh, they have a poetry night every week. Uh, it looks like the last poetry night was a few days ago. Was it a Monday night, like a bi-weekly Monday night poetry thing? Yeah, something like that. Okay, that sounds familiar. Is this uh, just a preform? They just get up? Yeah. Runs, you know, just in read. And the, the flyer doesn't have a name on it, does it? No, it's, it's just run by the... Uh, on the, the posting board, do we see a similar abbreviation? Um... I'll have you do a luck roll. Me do a luck roll? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's a double O and then my, I'll roll the one again. Double O two. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. In fact, you do find one. Um, the name, uh, it's a local poet. His name is uh, Philip DeSanix. Um, so Philip P. De D. Sanix S. P. D. S. Um, there are a couple little samples of his poetry written on the wall, and they're just as bad as the one that you found. Does they have the same theme? This no, these these have other themes. They're about New York City and stuff. They're not quite as weird, dreamy sort of things. Um, but when you ask around the place, you find that yeah, people know Phil. I mean, he he's okay. He's trying to be a poet. Where does he? Uh, does anyone know where he lives? Uh, nobody there knows where he lives. Which kind of guy is he? Big guy, low guy, angry guy? Um, they guy. describe him to you. Um, kind of short, blonde, uh, uh, a little dumpy. I'm going to call it a, wears a Wears a gray trench coat a lot of the times because of the, the weather. I'm going to call in and see if we can get an address. You're going to call in. Back to the precinct and see if there's. See if they have an address for a short yeah. blonde. Well, for Phil to sign. Oh, yeah. I see. All right. Um, <laughs> what our phone book? 
<laughs> All right. Yeah, well, you got the phone book. Yeah, sure. Uh, phone books back then had phone numbers and addresses. Right, right. Um, so, in fact, yeah, you, you find an address for the guy. Can I get some pastries while we're here? Oh, yeah. I'm channeling berries some, a bit, I'm sorry. Some <laughs> nice uh, uh, almond, uh, almond muffins. Nice. Right. So, oh, yeah, it's, a, it's across town, but, yeah, you find a, an address for Phil. Uh, not exactly in a, a, a fancy area, you know, but not in the poorest area. What time is it right now, approximately? Well, let's move it to, let's say, three or four o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon. So we have time to get there and the warehouse before nine. Easily. Oh, yeah. oh good. All right. Let's, let's go. Let's find out what's going on here. All right. So uh, you arrive at, once again, it's, a, it's like a brownstone. Uh, there's probably multiple tenants, but it's in, it's in a nicer condition than, than the rundown ones. Uh, you do see people coming and going. No gray trench coat? Short um, no, nothing, nothing like that offhand. All right. So <clears throat> where do we want to start? Head in? Yeah, right. we know where you live. <laughs> Uh, you get in the front door and you see on the, the mailbox that right. he's on the second floor, room number four. How was, many um, exits on this? Is there a there's two, but there's also fire escapes. Yeah. How about I stay out here just in case, and then you boys go chase. Yeah, we'll split it up. We'll all take a. You know, if we like, wanted to maybe well. like interview his neighbors too. Let's just go see if he's in. I mean, okay. he's I was just a, trying he's to cover bases. Freaked out, whatever he's. He's a suspect, though. He's very much a suspect. <laughs> That's why I'm a little. I want to get as much like dirt on him to figure out kind of what kind of a guy he is before we confront him. I guess maybe is. Do we can we talk to the landlord? Um, uh, um, landlord doesn't actually live in the building, but there is like a person in charge, a manager in charge. I'd, I'd want to speak to him first and maybe just get an idea. Maybe if the uh, door's locked, he can get us to unlock it. Uh, all right. So uh, you've got a landlord door, you know. Uh, you knock on the door, and this, um, this you, you, you hear, you know, you know what, what is it now? NYPD. Uh, he, he opens up the door, and he's got the little chain, you know. He opens it up, and he says, NYPD, what do you want? I have my badge, and I'm like... Uh, we're here um, investigating one of your tenants. Um, what Which was his one? Name? I kind of like snap my fingers. What was his name again? Felix. Desanic. Desanic. Thank you. Phil. Phil Desanic. Phil Desanic. Yes. Yeah. You can arrest him if you want. He hasn't paid me my rent in uh, in a couple of months. Really? Keep putting me off. Huh. Well, the landlord of... lets you stay in New York City for a few months without paying rent. Uh, it's the can't throw him out on the street uh besides he's hardly ever here i mean i see him every once in a while but i freaking writer poet idiot needs to get a real decent job and start making some money you got keys to this place yeah i got keys to every place in here you got a warrant when was the last time you saw him maybe a week ago Hmm. i think he tries to avoid me 
That would make sense. Yeah. Didn't tell why. I mean, otherwise, he did, what? What? What did he do? Did he kill somebody? Did he murder people? Oh, he's he's he yeah. Crazy? We're looking for him in connection with the deaths of several individuals. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> I got it right. Holy shit! What did he do? Well, he's he's not. He may be even a victim in this. He's just wanted for questioning right now. Holy shit! I'll let you into his place. Is he not there? We we haven't checked yet. We came to you first, sir. Oh, yeah. I got the keys. Hold on. And he closes the door, and you hear him unlatch stuff. And turns around and closes it, locks it, and then uh... we're still gonna split up and go different. Yeah, I'll stay outside just in case he like, jumps out the window or something. He takes, he's a runner. He uh he uh walks up the stairs. You guys follow him. Uh, he gets to the the door, and uh. He knocks on it and he says, Phil, Phil, are you okay? Are you there? And he looks over at you and he winks. He says, Phil, Phil, I need to talk to you. Come out. Nothing. Phil, I'm coming in. Put your clothes on. He unlocks the door and he opens it up. And inside, you can see that it's a fairly dull apartment um he doesn't have things on the wall uh he's got you know a few little books he's got a place where he can sit and write uh, he's got a bed uh bed isn't made uh and it you don't know if he's a if he cleans house so there is kind of a layer of dust on a lot of stuff um but you're not sure whether he's been there for a while or not. You don't smell rotting food. Um, but he's not there. So he's going to be my guest. See, can you guys write me up in the newspaper or something if you find this murderer? And... I'll keep you informed. We'll have them send you a citation. Yes. Yeah, give us a, uh, I'm going to hand him our card if he does come back. Give us a call. All right. Or if you remember anything that you might have forgotten, that might be important to our investigation. Yeah, has he been active? Well, you haven't seen him, but when was the last time you saw him? About a week ago. I just saw him going up the stairs. Weirder than normal? I never seemed weird at all. He was just kind of plain. But, you know, the plain ones, they're the dangerous ones. Always the quiet ones, sir. Good eye. I'm going to start going through papers and just start looking around. All right. Um, well, yeah. I'll check the other areas too: bathroom, bedroom. Without any solid connections, um, you've got a lot of things. You've got bills that he hasn't paid. Uh, you've got little snippets of things that he read. And he liked and he copied them down. And you've got lots of books and things, mostly classic stories um, where he's bookmarked things. And he's full, he's dog-eared pages. And there's quite a pile of, there's piles of correspondence of him writing back, back and forth to all sorts of people. Um, a few rejection letters. Um, People won't hire him, uh, and uh, half a dozen business cards and things like that. 
Um, do a spot hidden roll, Felix, because you were looking through it all. Does he have a picture of himself someplace as well? 93, I see nothing. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Um, no, he doesn't seem to be vain. He doesn't have any pictures of himself. You do see some pictures of who's probably mom and dad. Um, no girlfriend, boyfriend. You don't see any, any girlfriend, boyfriend, or anything like that. Um, but one of the business cards, um, because of the weird things that have gone on, um, one of the business cards just seems out of place. All of the other business cards are for, you know, uh, shops or for uh, uh, publishers and people like that. Uh, there's one there that just says Alexandros S. Pearson. Um, and, you know, it's got an address and phone number. And it's an expensive looking business card, but it doesn't say anything about what this person does. So it's a personal it's a personal business card. card. Um, it's in fact, it's it's even embossed. You know, it's this is a fan. This is this person would be rich to have this kind of a business card. There's um, no chance but, that I would recognize this name, would I? Is it a family rich name? It's an odd name. Pearson. It's not that unusual. Well, um, uh, yeah, well, do your New York roll. Why not? Oh, I have let me, 65 in New York. Yes. 60. There there are some uptown uh, Pearsons. Um, so if this guy is rich, and he probably belongs to the Manhattan Pearson family, um, they're wealthy. Yeah. No connection to the mayor, just no, no obvious. No. I mean, you probably would know who the mayor is because yeah. everybody in that high society would. Whoever's next to me, pass it over to Frank or, or uh, Brando there. I'll, uh, I'll take a look at it. <clears throat> yes, you, you come it. to the same conclusion. What the hell? Seems kind of uh, high flutin to be hanging out with this this bum here. Interesting. Um, I don't know what to make of this. I'm just it might be our next stop. Probably. I'll, I'll hand it off to Iron if he wants to look over some of the evidence too. Okay. Not seeing I look at it weird. So I guess oh. do we want to go there? What time I mean, do we have time? Cause I guess we left we left our um patrol car like a stake out there for it's it's getting into evening time. You haven't had dinner yet. We may have to sit down and just uh, talk this out because I, I'm not sure where we're chasing. What are we chasing on this one? We got a card. Do we go? What do we ask? How do we approach that? I mean, it just has 
what his ad it has his address like right yeah, it has, it has his address and his phone number well i guess honestly i'd say we just give him a call no we do that okay. some, yeah, i agree food. we should give him a call like give him a call grab some like we can grab food while we give him a call i mean do you want to make a call felix while we grab like grab food at a local diner or something before we head out for the evening to go stake out what was this? The uh, Joe's can, warehouse? Yeah, I can I can call him. No, Howe's. Yunlung Howe. I think that is a good spot to take a bio break if you guys would like to take a five minute bio break. That's perfect. Because I would. <laughs> five minutes later. So um you decide to call the number. Yeah. Um, you call the number, and a gentleman answers the phone. Uh, he says, uh, uh, yes, this is the Pearson residence. Who's calling? Um, okay, so I forgot the guy's first name, but... <laughs> uh, Alexandros. Alexandros, yeah. Um, this is, uh, this is uh, Detective Felix Lieberman. I'm calling about a a case and I happen to find a card with uh, Alexandros name on it. May I talk to him? Um, do you have an appointment? He's indisposed at the moment. Uh, I think I really need this is very serious. I, we, I need to talk to him immediately over the phone or we can show up what, what is this concerning? Uh, it's a case that we're investigating right now. It's a homicide. Well, possibly homicide. Um, just a moment. And uh, a long moment. You're waiting there for a while. Um, you, you hear a voice say, what the devil? And... Uh, it picks up the phone and he says, hello, who is this? This is uh, Detective Felix Lieberman. This is Alexandros Pearson. Um, what can I do for you, Detective? Uh, do you happen to know a Philip DeSantis? Philip, um, what is it about Mr. DeSantis? I hired him, but... Uh, what do you hire him for? He's writing something for me. He's writing a uh, a kind of um, uh, pseudo-religious uh, text, something I asked him to do. I, I've paid him to do this. Have you talked to him recently? Um, no, not recently, not in the last uh, couple of weeks. Is something wrong? Has he been injured? Uh, he's missing. Oh, well, I, 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 I've paid him a fairly um, substantial amount of money. Uh, you say he's missing. What was he, what's this pseudo-religious, this, what is this text you're having in mind? Well, it's a rather long story. I, uh, 
I tell you what, um, it would be easier for me to explain this in person. Um, do you have time this evening or tomorrow morning? Uh, we can, I can be over within the hour. Well, I'm afraid I'm indisposed at the moment. Um, perhaps, um, perhaps later this evening then. Give me a time. Um, say 10 o'clock. Is that too late? Uh, yeah, I mean, perhaps uh, you can come for breakfast in the morning. Um, I actually, I will, I will be over at 10. All right. Very good. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them to expect you. Thank you. Thank you. It's like she hangs up. All right. Tell the, the gang. So I, I can go meet with them. The rest can stake out. Or I, I mean, I like a partner. You shouldn't go alone. Yeah. I was going to say Jaeger can go with you while don't think I, Irons and I go back to, you know, change out with the detectives we left. Well, there's some time if they're expected to have clients around by nine and we don't need to be there till 10, you know, we can at least stay with you boys for a little bit and then, and then go from there. All right. So meanwhile, back at the precinct house, first I have to ask you a question for clarification. Um, did you leave the rock in evidence? No, we would have left the rock. I mean, cause they cleaned it and there's no reason to carry it around with us right. and then okay. uh, the drugs and then I also had left the incense too but right. right so yeah. um, they can't uh, once again they can't identify the, the substance uh, the incense just seems to be you know like jasmine incense or something yes. like that um, stuff you can buy in Chinatown um, the rock uh, they have uh, taken the rock over to uh, the Natural History Museum to see if their geologist, their, their geologist in charge, can identify what it's made out of. Uh, so the rock is there. They don't, they didn't know offhand, but they think that it might be something very rare and they are attempting to identify it. Uh, so it is currently at the Natural History Museum. Um, so the evening comes, and you guys stake out. Are you being obvious, or are you going to be, you know, plain clothes in the car, hidden? I figure yeah, in the your, car. Yeah, plain clothes, car. Yeah, hot coffee. All right, discreet as possible. So you guys are sitting there in the dark, but you can see. You know, there's enough street lights, and uh, there is a little little light above the door. Uh, the warehouse. Uh, the officers have told you they've seen absolutely no activity at all uh, earlier in the day. Nothing. Nobody in or out. Uh, so you're sitting there for a while and right around oh, 10 minutes after 9, uh, you see a cab pull up you know, a few yards from that door and a gentleman gets out. He is short, dumpy, 
Uh, you're guessing blonde hair, although he has on a hat. Uh, he's in a, a, a trench gray coat. Trench coat. He, uh, what's that? Oh, was it a gray trench coat? Yeah. He uh, uh, walks over to the door and knocks. And as soon as, and he sort of looks in the, the glass pane that's there. And immediately the door opens and you see Fang Fang uh, sort of usher the guy inside uh, and close the door. Uh, and then you wait and wait and wait. I don't know how long you're going to wait, but he doesn't come back out again. Looks like it's DeSantis and he's, uh, he's in with the old man and the big one. That or he's another victim. Well, I mean, we have to go and save him either way. Yeah, let's go in. All right. How close is this to my appointment time, though? I'm. Fritz is, or Felix is going to head it's on just, out. So. It's just 10 minutes uh, after nine. Okay, so, all right. Yeah, I got to grab the crowbar from out from in the trunk if it, or, you know, and to be ready to, if I have to pry that door open. I mean, does anyone here know how to pick locks? That might be a bit easier. Well, we'll just knock. I mean, the guy's opening doors for everyone. Sure. Does our cop car... I, what kind of car do we have? Like a little buggy or... It's a it standard old-fashioned cop car. It's probably a Lincoln Continental. <laughs> I don't know. I, have no I just don't know if they had maybe. undercover cars back then. Well, you probably have a regular car. Because you know you don't have a police vehicle. Yeah, we don't have black and white. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, Then I have a separate car, just because we're going to be leaving. That makes sense. I guess we'll just try to break in, right? I'll go with irons, probably draw. I like the idea of just knocking. Yeah. (laughs) So that worked so well last time. So it it did. (laughs) Um. So I, 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 well. You tell me, are you just going to go up to the door and knock, or are you going to try to hang so that you can't be seen through the the glass pane? Yeah. We just thought it to hang so that we can't be seen from the glass pane. Okay. Especially all four of us. I agree. There. Who's going to just go up, you know, maybe one person and you know, <laughs> three others back up? Well, however you work it out, I mean, you can get it to where once the door is open, you've got a crowbar. Um, all right. Well, I brought it. Like, so that's, that's the way things play out. You guys trying to stealthily sneak up next to the door. Bang, bang, bang. You think there was like a little code to that bang, but you saw it clearly the way he did it. So you did the same sort of thing. And there's a couple of seconds. And then you get the distinct feeling that somebody's pressed up against that window trying to look out and see. And then the moment comes when that door opens just that much. And you stick the crowbar in it. And uh, what do you guys do? Hey, you said to come back at nine. <laughs> Old-fashioned rush in. Just pull the door open, right. yeah. So you pull it back and you rush in. And uh, Fang Fang is standing there. And, and he sees you. He looks right at Detective Frank, and you can see him reach back and feel the knot on the back of his head. And uh, 
he's just like, I mean, he just stands back like, the fuck. Uh, the warehouse is lit up a little bit. It's still kind of dark off in the corners because there's nothing out back there. But you can see that the office is, is also lit up. There. He's not going to oppose you. All right. We, we got to find oh, DeSantis. Where, where'd he go? Oh, he's not going to answer any questions. He doesn't even understand your language. We're going up. Yeah, yeah. Going up. I'll follow. There's only one place to go. Yep. I'll, I'll right. draw my 45. Smart decision, Fang Fang. And follow the rest of them up. I would like you all to do spot hiddens. No. 78, fail. No, fail. Nobody? I pass. I pass with an 11. All right. So you guys cross the room. You start going up the stairs. And uh, uh, Detective Brando is the only one who looks back and sees Fang Fang lock the door. Hey. Irons. Put him in handcuffs. Yeah. I go back down. Turn around, Fafang. He uh he steps into the shadows at some point and he's not there anymore. <laughs> All right. Then. What? We just unlock the door. Yeah, unlock the door then. All right, you unlock the door. I'm gonna stay there this time because I said I'm gonna stay down here, and make sure nothing funny happens. That's probably smart. Where did he just go? How did you lose him twice, Irons? Hey, he disappeared before I even got down this is here. twice. Two times. We don't have time for this argument. Let's go. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll talk about this later at the precinct, and I will storm up the stairs again. <laughs> All right. Uh, office is the same way that it was before. Um, you move towards uh, the door going into uh, the... Uh, What's his name's room? Uh, the uh, 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 Long yeah. House room. And uh, as you sort of move up towards the door, uh, you hear that sort of uh, soft elderly voice of Yinglong Hao say, ah, gentlemen, please come inside. Hey, Open enough, the door. Come not enough of this funny business. Put your hands up. Where's uh DeSanta? I've I've done nothing. Um, what uh, what are you I'm here for now? I'm looking for the man who just entered. I'm I'm reticent to uh, turn over anyone to you. You don't seem to have any kind of warrant. You don't seem to be able to present now any you're kind a of legal crime. Professional? Are you are are you here in this country legally? Do we need to kind of Check. I mean, what you, I, we're not talking about this right now. Um, let's. Uh, there's only a couple rooms. I'm going into the. I'm going into the beaded. And ask yourself: Would we have this piece of paper and and be able to find you if enough people aren't concerned about the situation? As you guys are standing there, Officer. I mean, uh, Detective Lieberman um, goes through the beaded doors into the other room. Uh, detective, you see, you see Mr. DeSanto laying on one of the beds. He is obviously 
asleep. Um, but you can also see that his eyes, uh, his eyelids are rapidly uh, fluttering. And then you notice that there's something over his head, something between him and the ceiling, sort of floating in the air. And it, it seems to, to sort of swirl and warp the air around it like, like a little galaxy of energy. And the center of it is black. And you think for a moment you can glimpse something through oh. the hole. Um, I would like you to do a sand roll. Yes, yes. I would. All right. 65. 50. I pass. Okay. Uh, do a, just take uh, two points of damage. Okay. Enough for you to probably yell out, what the hell? Can I take a shot? Just, a shot? Yeah, just I'm, my gun's ready. I'm, that freaks me out. I'm just taking You're a shot. You're going to shoot at, at it? At the, yeah. Um, sure. Right sure. I probably can't hit it, but uh, no, I don't hit it. But well, you your bullet goes right into the middle of it, but it seems to just go off into blackness. Um, uh, all of you hear the gunfire. What the hell? I get my yeah, gun as soon out. As I hear the gunfire, I pull out oh, my yeah. pistol. Yeah, I already had my. Gun I'm at the off. door. Okay, you probably. Um, uh, Detective Yeager and Detective Brando, you probably run for the, the beaded door. Uh, well, or, or at least keep an eye on the old man just in case he like does anything. But like, uh, yeah, I probably ha I had my gun pointed at him because I was saying hands up. Okay. Uh, well, he's just standing there. Looks no, no, completely... I'm still saying I'm still asking for hands up. He, like he doesn't even flinch when the gun goes off. Uh, Detective Frank, you hear the gun going off. Um, do you stay by the door or do you, did we lose you, Frank? No, I'm here. Oh, you hear the gun going off. Do you do anything or do you just stay out? Yeah, I, I'm, well, I'm going to pull out my pistol. So I said, let's watch. I, Cause I still don't know where Fang Fang is. Right. Um, so I'm probably guarding the back so that we have at least an exit out. I have my pistol out and I've taken a more defensive stance and I go, What's going on? I'm keeping an eye on our back door just in case, but you need me? Um, I'll yell, I don't know, and probably nudge right. John to I go get, check it out. Right. I'm in. walking in to check on Felix. All right. John, yeah. So what you see when you step into the room is you see Felix kind of, he's got his gun out and he's shaking and he's backed up against the wall. Um but you also see what he's looking at and uh, same thing, sanity roll. I passed. Okay. I passed, yeah. So just two points of damage. But you're also like, what the hell? The crap? What the hell is that thing, Felix? So now the question, Brando, is <laughs> what do you do? Um, I'm going to keep pointing the gun at the old man and be like, okay, keep asking for his hands up. I'm like, do I, I see this little weird, like 
portal galaxy above his head, right? Well, you do you move over to the door so that you can see through. Obviously, you can't all go and look. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna like maybe look with all right, like catch a glance to see. Well, interestingly enough, uh, the second you sort of you know look through the beads into the room, and you look back, how's not there anymore? Ah, he's gone. Um, Damn it. Damn it, Brian! But <laughs> you have one job. But you see, you see that he's missing, and you also see that thing over uh, the Desonix's head. Uh, and you, uh, you also have to do sand roll. Okay. Um, What's going on up there? Uh, don't want to know, Frank. I, you I, don't want to know. <laughs> Two points. Okay. All right. So you're all kind of stunned at what you're seeing, and you're. You're pretty sure. Uh, you you notice that next to um, next to DeSanto on the DeSanix, sorry DeSanix, uh, there is a journal uh, that he has been periodically writing stuff in. Um, uh, and, but like I say, he's laying there and he's obviously in deep. His his eyes are going crazy, like he's in a deep sleep. I'm going to go would, up and slap him and see if he wakes up. Okay. Um, you go up and slap him and uh, shake him and uh, try to wake Does him up. Does the galaxy seem to shift or change when I smack him? It immediately starts to fade away. And then uh, he opens up his eyes and he's like, what? What? I smack what him one f- more time. Ah, what the fuck? And one more what time. The fuck? Who's yeah, one more time? Brutality, <laughs> brutality. Who, who is it? You can also see that he has, um, he hasn't shot anything up, but he's been drinking tea. You're coming with um, us, so I'm going to drag him out. Who the uh, into the middle of the outside, down the office where Frank and everyone can see him. Just police just brutality. Like, yeah, and just like shove him into the middle <laughs> of the floor. I'm gonna grab the notebook that he was writing in. All right. Uh, you drag him out. You're going to drag him all the way down the stairs? and Yes. All right. Up him. He's He's kind of dog. He's like, clunk, 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 clunk. Is there anything in uh, this room that he might have left behind? or No. Okay. Um, well, what, what the fuck's going on? Who are you people? The Phil the Senec? Yeah, who's asking? NYPD. What the fuck do you want? Oh. Do you know a Chuck Spielman or a Sean Oder? Am I supposed to? Well, yeah, because as far as we're concerned, you're the one that killed them. Look, you're wanted in connection with their <clears throat> with several murders that took place uh, yesterday. You're talking about. <sighs> You talked about those people upstairs? Yeah. Of course, we're talking about the people upstairs. It wasn't my fault. That's their fault. They we're, cuffing them. we're cuffing them. I'm cuffing them. This guy. Right. And second is... Christ. Does he have anything on him? No weapons? No weapons. I, nothing. Um, he says, well, what are you doing? What? I'm harmless. I'm a writer. What the hell? Hmm. This substance, this 
this drug that all these people these people took what is it where did you get it it just it's it just makes you dream dude what do you mean you get it from the old was that what you were doing is that what you were just doing dreaming yeah but i mean like really really wild dreams it's like you're really there no i could tell what was with the little space stars what was that (laughs) i I don't know what you're talking about there but um i turned i I turned to like felix and john i'm like you saw that right look i got i got hired for this i got hired to 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 write down my dreams hired who hired Hired who i I got hired by uh alexandros pearson yeah i'm gonna start flipping through that notebook yeah it's it's just more and more of the same weird shit Frank, what do you think about this well, I don't know what went on up there. I wasn't even up there. No, no, I think we dragged him in front of you already. Like he's downstairs. Yeah, he's like we pulled him downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know. I what? think you need to start talking. I think what? you need to start talking now. I am talking now. I haven't stopped talking. What the fuck? He's hey, like, take us down to the precinct. So, boys, work him over. Can I can I roll to intimidate him? Because I'm like I'm I'm getting really tired of this runaround you're giving us. You know more yeah. than you're letting on. I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work with him, tag team him with. Um... <laughs> you you're right-handed, right, uh, Phil? <laughs> I'm gonna start rolling up my sleeves and stuff. Look, I'm, I'm gonna take my jacket off, have my, my vest, so you know. and I'm like, <laughs> get get a chair, Brando. Get a... Brando. Felix, pull oh, a chair he's... over. Yeah. <laughs> Without even bothering rolling, I mean, he's genuinely afraid of you. Um, he's kind of a, a weak, you know, a, a mousy. I mean, he's not mousy, but he's he's definitely intimidated by you and afraid for his life at the moment. But he's like, I didn't do anything. So it's like we all took the drug. We all we all took it. He says, so you admit that you took drugs? Of course. He says, that's drugs, how, these that's, kind of drugs don't make you disembowel yourself it doesn't That's make eight all people do. disembowel all they do themselves. is make you dream i don't know why those people kill themselves i didn't have anything to do with that they were just they were with me in the dreamlands and they uh they just, just to bring make knives they just all happen to bring knives i don't know what they had you know those and, and you know those what are you two, talking about those those two those two kids that I, you know, they were at the poetry reading and they just kind of followed me home. And uh, followed you home? What are yeah, you, I mean, Piper? What's so special about you? We're all we're all adults. Nothing. I'm just I'm trying to. Oh, you're adults. So what were you doing, huh? I mean, uh, Pearson said that I was sensitive. That's why he hired me. Oh, he yeah. That, he said that you know my dreams sometimes come true. Sometimes I can see things. He he wanted me to write down everything that I knew. That's all. What, what did you dream that day? Do you remember? Same thing you dream all the time. No. I dreamed that there was something chasing us. Something big. Something with wings. Why was that? There was a nest, and we, I remember them talking about needing to keep it warm. I don't remember very clearly. So they have to keep it warm. I I tried writing down some poetry, but it was not very good. I I look over to Felix, and I'm like, does that sound familiar to you? 
Well, it sounds exactly like what we are seeing. And I'm just going to go through the notebook. Is he, is there an obvious place where he pulled, you know, ripped out that page and did he rewrite? Yeah. It looks like he's, it looks like there's quite a few pages that he's scribbled on and torn out and it's, it's not a very well kept journal and it's really weird. It's does he try to, did he try to write that account over? I mean, he's supposed to be writing these dreams down. So why would he rip that out? Maybe, maybe it was just, you know, there, he, he doesn't, he mentions a lot of things over and over and over again. Uh, What's where can we find back to the precinct? Yeah. We should look him. So Felix, I don't know if you really want to make tonight's appointment. Give him what we know. I don't know if we'll get another I, at 10 o'clock. We're, you know, you, we could always meet him tomorrow for breakfast. All of us. True. Okay. Well, at least we got a partial confession. He was there. They were taking drugs. But he saw it all. He had to. He, he yeah. yeah. We'll probably tell like uh, Mr. DeSantis. So we're, we're taking you, we're like, you're under arrest in connection with this. Um, how what was it? Eight murders, like eight deaths, essentially. Mm-hmm. All right. Read him the Miranda. Read him his rights. Yeah. yeah. Right to remain silent. I don't know if they had the Miranda rights yet. That's, I don't that's think a, they did. That's a good research something, question. They something, did, yeah. Um, <laughs> find out yet? Um, yeah, we don't want to mess right. up this. Now with the chief, he's uh, chief's already steaming about this. At least we have a suspect. I say we call some uh, uniformed officers and toss the hell out of this warehouse. I agree. So 1966, we do not morning yet. Ah, so none. Yeah, none yet. We tell you this right. So you probably beat confessions out of people, too. (laughs) Um, Phone book, gentlemen. Phone book. Leave no marks. Yeah, right? No bruises, no worries. You, You take him back to the precinct, lock him up. Uh, from what I understand, you're going to call, uh, you're going to call Alexandros Pearson and tell him you'd want, want to reschedule for the morning. Yeah. Um, I'm going to check in on the thing that they want to keep warm. You, uh, you get the, um, you get what you must guess was the butler or somebody. Once again, he's like, uh, yes, who's uh, calling? Uh, I talked to you earlier. This is uh, Detective Felix Lieberman. Uh, sounds like we've, we've got a suspect in custody right now. But I do want to come over and talk to your Alexandros as soon as possible in the morning. Uh, so you're counseling for this evening? Yes. Uh, very good. I'll inform him. Uh, we'll be there breakfast about 8. 8 a.m. We'll be fine. All right. So you go back to the precinct house. Uh, Detective Yeager, uh, you said that you wanted to go to uh, uh, the Natural History Museum. Oh, yeah, yeah. In in that case, yeah, the museum where they're keeping the egg. Natural History Museum is completely closed at this time of the evening. Closed and locked up. There are a couple of security guards, but they're not going to let anybody in. And the, it, it so, opens tomorrow. 
in the morning. Gentlemen, there's something about there's something about this that I'm I'm concerned about. Think about what that crazy nut DeSantis just said. He dreamed about a nest and wanting to keep something warm. Next thing we know, a bunch of crazies cut themselves open and put that thing in their entrails just to keep it warm. Whatever it is, if someone wants it warm, I want it freezing cold. I want it frozen. You said it was warm to the touch, right? You can't, you can't believe him. You can't believe that madness. He's, I mean... Yeah, yeah I mean, okay. They're crazy. You no, lost the not. old man. You, do you know what you Iris, Iris lost, you know, the big guy twice, three times. Does that seem normal to you, Brian? No, no, nothing's normal about this case. I mean, eight people are eviscerated in an apartment. Obviously, this is a drug induced, you know, you know, set of murders or homicides, at least. I think you're going way too over detail on this one. Overboard. You're letting this case get to you. So here's what I know. One, we'll book the guy, DeSantis, or DeSantis. Mayor will be off our backs. Chief will be off our back. But this, th- th- there's something weird going on here. This, this doesn't happen, right? You have, we've all seen things on the beat. We all know weird shit happens. And this is one of those. You guys know it. You guys yeah, know we, it. we got a confession. We can book him. It, this case yeah. is cut and dry. He, I don't. We don't there. need to. We don't need to fuck around with this creepy ass egg at a museum at night. That is the last Me thing. Egg. I mean, it looks like an egg, but it's it a rock. Like, it's a big rock, creepy egg rock. Right. So we'll get it tomorrow. Put it in the freezer. You know, satisfy my curiosity. I mean, how how hot can it be in in the museum? It's it's February. I mean, they have internal heating. I bet. Yeah, but everything there is kept cool. I mean, it preserves stuff. The heat is only there for the the areas they go, the, the people go around. But are you are you seriously considering we break into the natural history? Museum? No, I'm saying I'll go tomorrow morning. Okay. <laughs> Just saying, I want it in the freezer. Um, Felix is going to go to um, where DeSantis his cell, and we're going to go through the notebook. And just okay, well, uh, he's not, he's not, he's, he's pretty much under interrogation at the moment. Um, well, we'll be the ones interrogating him. Right. Uh, so he's in an interrogation room. Well, we'll just take the time to start going through the notebook. And um, he was hired a few weeks ago by Alexandros. So is this dated at all? Any of these notes? Mm-mm. Well, yeah, um, yeah, sure. So yeah. does it kind of correspond to when he was hired? Yeah, and it's um, it's weird and it's rambling, and uh, there's even things where he tells you that he wrote some of these passages and he himself doesn't understand them. They you were under drugs. This you were taking this this drug. Well, yeah, it helps you to dream. It helps you to see. You'd always take this from the Yang uh, Long Hao? Um, no, um, only, only recently. Was Alexandrus providing this stuff to you? 
I don't know that he knows anything about it at all. He sent you on this job. I mean, well, he wanted me to write what I dreamed at night. And you just wanted to. Do I get to make a phone call? No, no one's up right now. So you wanted to enhance your dreams? That was the idea. I wanted to be able to see my so dreams took, more clearly. I try to write them down after I wake up. So you took it upon yourself to hunt out this drug? And who told you about this drug to help you with dream? Am, am I supposed to ask for my lawyer? They're asleep right now. So who, who provided this drug at first to you to help you dream? I'm taking the First Amendment or the Fifth Amendment. I don't know my amendments. We just kind of. I know, you know, taking the Fifth means that there's guilt there. (laughs) They don't look good at that. I hate Titus. We can can stay here all night. I can ask you the same thing. I'm I'm just trying to establish a, you know chronology here what when things happen i mean you you just this is not a, a legal drug so i'm just kind of i'm just asking what what happened what who brought you to this drug why did you seek this out what, what was, and who provided it to you there's a knock at the uh at the door to the interrogation room and uh, one of the uh, sergeants in charge this evening, um, he says, there's a gentleman here. Uh, he said he wants to speak to you. He's a Mr. Pearson. How would he know that we have semantics? You told him over the phone. Well, I told him we had a suspect. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but you'd all been talking about DeSantis when you talked to him on right. the phone earlier. All right, I'll, we'll go talk to him. Well, I'll stay here. You go ahead and talk to him. That way nothing funky happens to him. Okay. Leaving people alone in the interrogation. You remember there's an error that you can see. Through. Yeah. yeah. Many people have disappeared. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so there is a very well-dressed gentleman uh, standing over, you know, in the, in the front lobby. Um, he's dressed in a very nice coat. He has a, uh, uh, a cane. Um, you'd say he's probably in his late fifties. Uh, he has a very nice hat. Um, and, uh, he smiles when you come walking towards him. Uh, can I assume that you're detective Lieberman? Yes. We spoke on the phone earlier. Oh, I, I didn't expect you to come down to the precinct. Well, I wasn't planning on it except that, uh, my uh, servant said that you'd be by in the morning, um, but he said you had a suspect. Is it, in fact, uh, uh, Mr. DeSenix? I don't know. Uh, we've not gotten too far on the question yet. You don't know his name? Oh. I, I understand. I understand you're being discreet because that's what the police always do. I, I just wanted to, I was hoping that I could come down and answer any additional questions that you might have. If Mr. DeSenix has done something illegal, I want you to understand that I had nothing to do with it, but 
I'm here to offer anything that you need um, in the way of information. Why would you think that you're implicit in any of these events that are going on? I know that I'm not. It's right. you that may think that I am. I'm just here to answer questions if you'd like to know. Oh, I think I already know. You hired Mr. DeSantis, uh, what, two weeks ago? On a, I'll give him a date. That is correct, yes. Yeah. I hired him to write a dream journal. The man is sensitive. He seems to be able to see dreams and have rather vivid, coherent ones. I myself study such things, and so I was very interested. I've paid him a rather large sum of money to do this. I admit all of that. Yes, I mean, and none of that's illegal. I mean, I don't know why you're so concerned. So how does that connect me in any way to some murders that you referred to? It doesn't connect you to any of the murders. We were connected to the DeSantis. Uh, I was hoping that you might be able to tell us where he was. Well, then I want it on the record that I had nothing to do with it. Uh, and if that's the are, case, then I'll leave. You are on the record, sir. But I still may um, have, may stop by and have uh, breakfast with you. If you have any questions, ask them now. I'm here. If you have if you have no questions, then there's no point in coming to breakfast in the morning. Uh, We're not I... friends. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. We're not buddies. <laughs> no, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare to take up your time, Mr. Lee. Or Ms. I'm here. You've taken up my time. You came here. It seems awful odd though that you would rush down. You seem overly concerned. You said there were murders. Yes, yes. I have a reputation, a name. I don't want any involvement in this. I have told no one. You, you just seem very concerned. See that you don't, then. Yeah, I, well, again, maybe we'll, I'll talk to you in the morning. You'll find that my doors are closed. I have no reason to speak to you in the morning if you're not going to speak to me now. I'm, I'm a busy man. I'm a man who... I, 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 then, again, if I have any questions, I will... You'll well, I'll tell you right I, now. I, if you try anything, I will hire... I've, I can lawyer up you. Uh, that's fascinating, sir. I'm sure you can. Uh, I will come if I need to... Ask you a question, I will probably come in a black and white. Good evening. And he turns around and leaves. Well, you had your chance to talk to him. <laughs> kinda, I kind of walk up to Lieberman and kind of just pat him on the back. And I'm like, there was an attempt. <laughs> what the hell All is right. he doing? He comes rushing down here. I mean... I mean, it's obviously, obviously. suspicious. Well, we'll, we'll be in touch with him. I, I, I can't believe we've seen the last of him. No, we'll let him no. stew for a few days. We'll let him stew for a few days. Go get he'll desperate. He'll, he'll, sweat, he'll sweat it out. You're right, Jaeger. Maybe we should have somebody, you know. Again, I'm not sure what he's, uh, he's worried. He's not uh, done anything illegal. He seems to be panicked. Oh, sorry. I'm still with the uh, DeSantis. How is he doing? He's clammed up. 
Mm -hmm. uh, we'll call Frank out for a moment. And yeah, Smoke is a uniform to keep an eye on him. Yeah, tell him who we, you know, who we got a visit from. It's also really late. Interesting. I like, haven't slept in 24 hours. I don't know about you, gentlemen, but that's, that, that smells a lot to me like some guilt there. Uh, it strikes me as very guilty uh, behavior. Um, yeah. I wonder if Pearson is the one that arranged the, um, you know, the special drug. That's what I'm thinking. Well, maybe we're not getting anything from DeSantis tonight. Maybe we should all sleep on it. And... Yeah, but you know, the longer that man, the, the, the perp goes about his drugs, the more likely he's going to be talkative later on. Yeah. I agree. All right. So I, leave yeah. him, I, Can... I leave a message with the cops that he's supposed to be monitored 24-7 and keep us informed because, um, and I say that he's a drug user. Yeah, I'm quite sure he's going to be having his shakes and everything else soon enough. Let us know. That'll be the time to get the hot information from him when he's desperate and full of sweats. All right. So we'll assume that you leave him at the precinct house and you go home, go to bed. Um, you get up in the morning. Uh, you go back into the precinct house, and uh, DeSantis is pretty much in the same condition. He's, you know, fallen asleep on the cot or whatever. Um, he's had no withdrawal symptoms of any kind, um, and he hasn't talked. Or I'm gonna they go. Had, they had to feed him probably. Hmm. I'm going well, to get the receipt or whatever from, um, from, from evidence so that I can go and take it to the natural museum to get the rock back. Okay. Yeah, maybe that will jar his memory. Um, what do we, you know, again, I tying him to Pearson. Um, we've got the obvious connection. That seems to be straightforward. We still don't know how he, he came to the drug. You know, where, where did he... Who told him about this? Why, why did he seek it out? Um, Perhaps it was <clears throat> his benefactor. That's what I'm thinking. Well, that's what I'm thinking too. That you know, um, so he seemed way get... too, way too upset about his arrest to be not involved. To be honest, yeah, that's well, what I'm thinking. Uh, well, I, I'm assuming that's the, the case. We just need him to say that. He'll probably really want that journal too if you know he's been paying for him to write everything down. We'll have to make sure he doesn't get that. <clears throat> right. I I'll hold on to this and, and see. I'm been reading it too. Okay. My, Any anything useful? I don't think so. It's just ramblings of a, of a madman. It really is gibberish. Well, we yeah. should at least put it in lockup just so it's secure. Yeah. Well, everything goes to the law. Everything goes to the evidence. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but the prosecutor wants to see that because he'll see that they're, you know, that, you know, they more evidence against him. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I am going through it, though, looking for any themes. If there's a progression of more craziness as he goes through, 
um, does it seem to kind of focus on this this creature and this woods and and something flying? Yeah. Nothing, um, nothing, nothing more than what you've already cleaned. Um, again, it does no seem like in the very beginning that it was less weird, but not much less weird. It's like he's trying to be very poetic and it just comes across as really kind of amateur. Why would, why would, oh, and then does um, Alexandros, is he, if he's studying dreams, has he published anything? Is he, is he published any articles? Is he, is he, is he known for any of this? You're asking the GM. I'm not going to tell you. No, I'm going to find that information. I'm going to start searching for that information too. Well, the department has researchers. They could probably tell you. you Well, I'm going to maybe my occult. I've got occult knowledge of you know a library. I can I can hit the library, start looking, see if there's anything. All right. Um, Do a library. All right. Felix is doing research. That's going to take me hours to figure this out. I'll go to sleep at 28. home. Yeah. Uh, hard, hard, hard success. All right. So you begin researching this Alexandros Pearson, the Pearson family. The Pearson family has been very successful for a long time. And because you are focusing in that direction, you start to notice connections uh, between the Pearsons and other wealthy families, uh, not only in New York, but around the country, even in Europe and other places. And some of those names... um, in the occult world, some of them kind of stand out. And you begin to, you don't find any published works by Pearson. But you know that he's a collector. He collects books. And he collects um, occasional uh, religious artifacts, uh, things from known religions. And that he has kind of a following. Uh, amongst the wealthy and the elite in New York. Um, There's a lot of parties, and they're very exclusive parties. And he tends to invite the same people. And these are people in those other families that, you know, if if it was a crime family, you would be able to identify, you know, these are mob people. None of them seem to have that kind of connection. But they all do. They all seem... Uh, no, nothing in the mayor's family. But uh, these people all seem to be independently wealthy um, and fairly powerful as far as the, uh, you know, the, the high society goes. Um, it almost has the feeling of some sort of cult. Still doesn't put us anywhere. But, uh, yeah, if he claims that he was trying to gather dream information from a guy who dreams and has vivid dreams, that doesn't seem that implausible. Um, just not sure. It also could, would kind of explain why a, a, a person like that would 
really be protecting his reputation from even just misinformation. So he might have freaked out only because there is a connection between him and that guy, but it's not necessarily murder. It's if the guy's a murderer, he's associated with the murderer. That itself is extremely damaging to his. Or if I can, if I can pin a cult to him, um, too, and all these wealthy families, that's something a uh, journalist would love to to sink their teeth into. Yeah. So we've got some leverage. You know, there's there's some it's, leverage. It's also life. the kind of thing that if you said it out loud in a magazine, he could destroy the magazine, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for slander or <laughs> sue them for a billion dollars. <laughs> That's what tabloids are for. Right. Oh, boy. There's, there's, pl- there's journalists out there that would do this, that would, would bite on this. It's, I need to push. If we need to push right now, nothing really. I don't. I'm not seeing anything. So, um, you in the morning, you retrieve the stone. Uh, you bring it back. As I'm bringing it back, I'm sure it's snowing outside mm-hmm. or like cold enough. Can I put it in a bucket and put a bunch of snow around it? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. I assume you're in a car. You've yep. you've done this. You've put it in the back seat or in the seat next to you, whatever. By the time you reach the precinct house, all the snow is melted. All right. So I'm going to take it and you know bring the gentleman in. Gentleman, is it like hot or is it just warm? It's warm. It's Seventy okay. to eighty. But about the same temperature or or hotter than last night? No, same temperature. Oh. How do you think Mr. DeSanic will react to this little thing? I'm not sure, but it could be interesting. Could be, and here's what's also interesting. I buried this thing in snow in this box uh, before I drove here. It melted the entire thing. Really? That doesn't Ah. happen. There are laws... Against it. Loss did of the thermodynamics. Did the geologists know anything about it? Did they... they didn't. They were still in the process of kind of analyzing it, but they haven't been able to analyze it. It's extremely hard. They weren't able to take samples of it, really. Well, we may as well question DeSantis about it, and he well, seems yeah, to be the only one who knows. Can we, uh, can we uh, just take a second and, and kind of process all this? Sure. <laughs> you, oh. We'll find a conference room yet. Because yeah. <laughs> we've got a bunch of weird things, and I don't know how we're investigating what looks like suicides. I mean, uh, right. Got yeah, it's obviously, uh, drug induced uh, murders. So we need to bring in somebody that's connected to this providing these drugs. Which we kind of know man. who's providing the little old man's providing drugs, but nothing in these drugs seem to would produce such a an effect as to have eight people cut themselves open. And then if DeSantis was there, why did he get up? I mean, he had he been 
immune to it? Has he has he been taking it so long that he he, he could break whatever mass hypnosis? What drives eight people to open up their guts? Now earlier, and correct me, gentlemen, did Jimmy Chin say he brought the old man over, or he just knew He's, the old man? Yeah, see, he is providing the warehouse for him. Right. So if somebody's providing warehouse money, and the drugs are, or these ingredients mm -hmm. are kind of expensive. So for free, he's giving it out for free too. And he's giving it all out for free. Um, you know as well as I do, nothing's free. Someone's making a profit here. Exactly. And I believe that he has some angle he's not telling us. That's why he was so concerned about Desanex. So are we raiding um, what, Johnny's? I think, establishment? Are we raiding the warehouse? We no, I think we should question Desanex now, at least with this egg thing, this, this well, stone. Because he's definitely, he, he's been, he was spouting off about a very similar scenario keeping this egg, this oh, yeah, stone warm in the intestines and blood. And somebody brought the egg. Somebody brought the egg there. If we can or get him talking. Now we need to know around. where this egg is from. Where did it come from? What was it already there? I um, mean, you know, was it brought in? You know, I'm assuming. Where, yeah, I, I I assume that Desantix brought the egg. Right, so I, I let's know. see what he knows. So I agree with you. We'll see what the Sanic knows about the egg. And where did he get it? And what do they mean by sensitive? Like, what, 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 what's a dream sensitive? And what is this dreamlands he keeps on talking about? What the heck is that? I'm just mumbo, jump, cultist mumbo crap, new age religion, I, you know. I think it's just more of his, you know. You know, the dreams induced by these drugs he's taken. You know, I think he's pretty much gone. He probably just murdered all these people. You know, I think well, I would I would agree, except you didn't see what the three of us saw with that weird ass. We, thing. we don't know what we saw, Jaeger. That whole yeah. that whole entire warehouse was filled with fumes. We were sniffing in so many different incense. Yeah, remember you're in a you know you're in, where drugs are being made. Could have been Who opium in the air. Yeah. You don't know. We don't know what we saw. That old man yeah. could have been throwing we all saw the same thing is what I don't again, maybe I was protected because I was closer to the entrance and more, near the fresh air. All right, so we uh, want to get what from DeSantis? The uh oh yeah, do you know, anything about the eggs? The egg and uh what again, where is he getting these drugs? And what was he doing up in that third floor oh, flat? You might want to let him as friend Pearson has. Yeah, let yeah. him take the rap. I was thinking the same thing, too. So, yeah, but it seems that Pearson's letting him take the full rap. Right, exactly. Made sure that he is going to take the full rap on this. Mm hmm. All yeah. right. Who's going to, who wants to question him on this? Probably good cop and bad cop and phone book cop. <laughs> All right, let me bring my phone book. All right, let's do this. All right, I'll keep an eye out outside the uh, 
outside that room. You don't need four of us in there. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out outside the room too. Because... Oh, you're the good cop. Wait, huh? Why am I the good cop? <laughs> I was going to punch him earlier. <laughs> Everyone likes you. We have no good cops. Just let's go. <laughs> you can, of course, observe from the other room when you're looking. Right. I want to do observe. Just, I was going to okay. let them do it. I'll go get a coffee and a donut and watch. Oh, I already had coffee. Was it just Lieberman and, and Irons going in? Yeah. All right. All right. Frank, take over. Yeah. So the two yeah. of you. Big intimidating guy. The two of you go. Uh, he's brought back into a interrogation room. Um, they would have put him in a cell overnight. Um, all right. So you go inside and, and he's sitting there uh, looking up at you and he's like, um, I need to get a lawyer. I think you have other bigger problems to deal with. Other bigger problems. I think you guys oh, have yeah. a problem. No, Pearson's already washed his hands of you. He's going to let you take the full fall. He made it clear last night. He came in running real quick, trying to make sure that he had nothing to do with you. That, Frank, you know, yeah. Did you see a lawyer with him? Did, you, did he bring a lawyer with him? I didn't see him bring a lawyer to help you out. Now, he's going to let you take the fall. Yeah, you're going to go down. And with all this money. Pierce is going to walk away scot-free. You know, guys, I'm a writer. I know that you can't do anything to me unless you have evidence. I haven't done anything. Well, good. We actually, we do. You confess to being there. You I confess so to you were there, drugs. too. <laughs> we weren't there during the murders. Yeah, we weren't there for the murders. You were. You that confessed doesn't make, that. That you doesn't make me a murderer. It doesn't make me a murderer. I'm not I'm, necessarily calling you a murderer right now. We just want to set... We just want to get these events. What, what, is, what do you want? Those, now, what, is it that, what is it that you want me to say? I'm going to put the egg out on the table. Oh. Where did this come from? That's not possible. It's right there. We found it. Amongst your friends and trails. I'm going to roll it around a little bit. Treat it with no respect whatsoever. What it is. Um, he reaches for it. No, 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 no. But, but that's not possible. Hey, toss it here. Yeah. Here you go, Frank. Yeah, thanks. It's possible. Like, it's there. It's, it's a rock. You know where we found that rock? Uh, he's just silent and stunned. But he doesn't seem overly concerned that you're tossing it around. From, from the window or, or the looking glass, how does he look? Does he seem genuinely concerned or, or is it an act? He seems very confused all of a sudden. Just kind of uh, remind you of any thing that you've written, you've dreamt. Well, uh, that's just it. I mean, 
that I've seen that, but in a dream, not in the real world. Well, how much was your drug-induced dreams real or not real? I mean, maybe... And this rock here is very real, as I go tap it on the table. Well, I can tell you this, that, that Pearson would probably know more about that than I would. I kind of assumed he would. Ah, but see, Pearson washed his hands of you and... He's left you high and dry. You showed that to him? No, no we haven't shown this to him. We're giving oh, you a chance to tell us everything. And give uh, us the full story of that. You, you, you keep thinking that there's more to it. I was hired by Alexandros Pearson to write down my dreams. I managed to find something the they called it the witching hour right that, got that. you found this drug somewhere i yeah the old man and uh you wander chinatown are you gonna I, talk or are you gonna let me talk uh, i'm just asking do you you want you just around you're just you don't know what you're supposed to be asking you just keep talking and you don't you don't understand anything i took the drug so that I could dream. And the last thing I recall, other than last night, was we were in the forest and there was something chasing us. And there was a nest and an egg. And I remember them saying something about keeping it warm. After that, we, we, I, remember, I remember waking up and I was in the bathroom and I was writing something down. And then I left and I, I went, I was going to go home, but instead I went over to the east side and I, I hung out in a park for a while and, uh, and thought that maybe I should try to see what it was that was in the dream. So I went back last night to... Uh, Ying Long House, and he gave me more of the drug, and I, I went to sleep. The next thing I know, you were assaulting me. Are you done? I don't know what more I'm supposed to tell you. Well, there seems to be weeks of you took the drug, and you don't remember anything until you're in a bathroom. It's a hell of a drug. Oh, man. Then you don't even know what you did during when you were on this drug, do you? And what do you have, think that I did? What are you accusing me of? Uh, we were your friends in the room when you took that drug? There were eight other people, including yeah, the mayor's all, son. And they all opened themselves up with a knife. I, that's not my fault. I've taken the drug dozens of times, and I've never done such a thing. But you don't seem to remember them in the room. You just found yourself in the bathroom. Then oh, I remember them. I remember them there in the dream. I remember them there when we took the drug. Do you remember them opening up their stomachs with knives? and wrapping their intestines around this rock? I don't honestly know what you're even talking about. Wow, you, you said that they need to keep it warm. 
That was in a dream. And wow. that was in a dream. And he points at the rock. And I well, can't explain here it. Now. I said, you need to ask Pierce. He's the only one that's going to understand. He's all into this sort of stuff. Hmm. Well, with that, we... with that, I'm probably listening from the other room. I'm gonna turn to Jaeger and probably ask um, if we can call him down to the station, Pearson. We certainly can let him know that we need him for for questioning. More. Yeah. He Although, given yesterday's reception, I doubt he's particularly yeah. receptive. Tell him he can come with a lawyer. Tell him. Oh, I don't think it, that's a problem. I think he won't even want to talk to us. Here's okay. what we can do. We'll tell, we'll tell we'll him we'll get a warrant for his house. We'll go to the chief. He says we can have any warrant we want. We'll subpoena him. We'll get him. We'll, we'll just grab him down that one. I just think Again, we should make that phone call now. Well, we'll, we'll just go and ask the chief right now. So then yeah. maybe we can just go talk to the chief. We'll All go right. do that. Um, so you come into the chief's office. And he says... Um, well, I, I got to commend you guys for at least getting the murderer. Thank you, Chief. Um, Thanks, I tried. How's it going getting the evidence out of him? Yeah, going well. Slow. But he's, he's put himself he's put himself there. He's got the motivation, drugs. You Has know. he signed a confession? Not yet, but we're irons and Lieberman are grilling him right now. We, we think we have a way of pushing him, you know, in the right direction to get well, that confession and the, you know address the, the mayor's concerns. This has to be ironclad so that the mayor yes, knows exactly, you know. We, we, we might need to. That's, that's why we're here, actually, yes. Chief. Uh, we, need, <clears throat> we need subpoenas for uh, a Mr. What was his last name? Uh, Alexander? Mr. Pearson of Pearson? the Manhattan Pearsons. So it might be sensitive, sir. Matt Pearson? Alexander. Alexander Pearson. I couldn't remember his first name. Sorry. Yeah, he's part of the Manhattan Pearson, sir. We think it could be sensitive. Why? Why is he involved in this? He, he was funding this project, actually, as it comes to find out. DeSantis has actually, um, he's been <laughs> singing like a canary about this. That, uh, that puts us in a really sensitive. Yes, sir. You can see. Rock in a hot place, sir. Yeah. And you're you're asking for a warrant? We're we're asking we might need a warrant or Or a subpoena. We we want we want him to come down to the uh, the precinct and answer a couple questions. He came down last night to admit his uh, his complete to wash his hands of the entire incident. Say he had nothing to do with it. Very suspiciously, sir. So you had him here and you didn't ask him any questions. Well, we have since found out more information. We didn't have the information that we do now. We we did not ex- expect his um, his appearance. We weren't ready for an interview, sir. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, uh, he he's he's powerful, sir. We understand. He's powerful. I don't. I doubt that you could seriously, unless you've got something really solid. There's not a judge in the city that's going to uh, write a subpoena. We got something. Because any any judge that writes a subpoena, if if it's not if it's not an absolute conviction, they're going to never be voted into office again. They're going to destroy their careers, and so are the lawyers and everybody else with the Pearsons. Chief, I I understand. It's just 
we'll, this we'll goes try deep. to persuade. This goes deep, sir. But, sir, well, we'll try to persuade. But if we can, we might have no option, sir. Well, uh, who handled all this? Uh, one of us, sir. One of us. Which one of you? One of us, sir. One of us. Was it uh, was it Brando? Yes, sir. It was Brando. Oh well, then that that throws everything out the window because you're the one who's <laughs> the smoothest talker. If you couldn't get him to come back in, then we're kind no, of. No, I, I haven't. I actually haven't called him yet. It was actually Lieberman who met him in the hall. I was I was busy. I only came up at the end. Lieber. I look over at you. You're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Throw me under the bus. <laughs> I wasn't even there. I like walked up at the end. <laughs> Grabbing coffee, trying to go home. Blue line, you asshole! In that <laughs> it's like two a.m. You guys are starting to create a really dangerous situation, a really bad situation. Um, oh boy, uh, 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 Brando, you're the only one. Uh, we're gonna make call nice him. with this guy and see if you can get his cooperation. It seems to me like he was here last night to cooperate. Exactly. Um, we can schedule, try and schedule something today. What time is it right now? It's, like, it's pretty pro- early, right? Probably 8, 8.30. Okay. We can probably call him sooner, call his estate, set up a meeting either at his house or here down at the precinct, preferably, maybe get him with uh, DeSantis. I, I want a complete breakdown of everything that goes on. And if that guy starts lawyering up, oh, my God. Mm, It'd be I better mean, if we just convicted this guy confession or not yes sir we think him and johnny chin could be involved and johnny chin yes sir oh yeah johnny chin and a uh a possible a drug a drug dealer yen long how there's there's been there's been a warehouse um of that's been dispensing these drugs we've we've come to discover sir seems to be done by the chinese probably some drug i need a complete report by the end of the day (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. Oh my God, Jaeger. I think you can handle that. Uh, I have a couple things to take care of. You've you've Absolutely. just connected. You've just connected yourself to the the New York mob. So this, I'm going to have to probably end up taking this away from all of you. Yes, sir. And, uh, of course, sir. holy shit. Just go, go. See what you can do. I'll I'll see what fires I can put out on this end. We take right. take our leave, I guess. All right. So what are you going to do? <laughs> right. I know we haven't worked that much with each other, but here's the thing to understand. I shove him against the wall. You always have your partner's back. Do you get me? What the fuck is that? What do you mean? I, I wasn't <laughs> even there. Me. You said you said it was me. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean it was me? I don't, I don't know. It's like, I haven't called do him you yet. Get me? And then I just walk away <laughs> to get more donuts. God damn it. I'm going to go to the closest phone. I'm just, I'm having, I'm having none of this anymore. Meanwhile, Detective Irons keeps holding up that damn egg. uh, (laughs) It keeps disappearing in his hands. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Someone is messing with us for a prop egg. If we want this um, Alexandros to come down, it's the egg that's going to draw him. That's what he's going to come to. I mean, Exactly. I mean, if he wants this egg bad enough, you know, pizza sandwiches, I suspect if you mention, now we'd like to talk to you, and we think we have something that might convince you to come talk to us. It's Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, you can, you can, 
I'll tell you right now, if you use that approach, he's going to say, tell me or don't tell me. If you don't tell, I'll just fuck you. <laughs> I've got something you might want. He's, he's, <laughs> He's no, got ten million billion dollars. We could care. show up at his house with the egg in hand. We could, we could. Yeah, but I, I'd rather, I'd rather him get question. bring him to the precinct for proper. All right. But, well, again, Brando is going to go call him. So. I'll, I'll, I'll call him up. So I grab, I get, go to the phone. You get the butler, and the butler gives you some hassle. Um. Uh, uh, but you hear. Pearson in the background interrupt him. It's like, is that the is that the police? Let me talk to him. Uh, who's this Lieberman? Uh, this is uh, Detective Brian Brando, NYPD. Another cop. What 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 now? Um, it, it's come to our attention that we we need you to come down to the station and answer a couple questions. Uh, I was there last night. I was willing um, to answer any questions you might have. We we nothing. might have something that um. You might know about something that is been you've been implicated in a crime, sir. <laughs> Excuse like, me, uh, what crime? Um, a, you're, suspect, you're... a suspect we have um, mentions that you would know about something, uh, what um, a piece of evidence that we've discovered, some sort of what egg, evidence, some sort of like egg stone, and he says it might be it's yours that you would know about it. And if you can just come clear this uh, hold, up, hold, hold, wish, hold, hold on just a second. What? Yeah, no, exactly. He's this. This we we were quite sure that this 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 madman, this 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 man you paid, uh, Desanix, has murdered all these people. We just want you to come down and clear up a few things. With oh, no, uh, no, no, wait. You said something about an egg. Yeah, yeah. He's he's raving about this this egg, and he says that you would know everything about it. What the fuck? And he this, says that this guy it's all, is obviously he, he's insane. been he's been saying that it is exactly exactly sir we're we're worried like he's been saying it's you and that you know everything about it but we we just want you to come down and set the record straight you see sir do a persuade <laughs> all right that is an oh six oh nice <laughs> it's like he's like look okay you're being very polite and I want to get this shit cleaned up so i'll be down in 20 minutes thank you sir yes we'll see you soon jesus christ dear <laughs> yeah <laughs> he hangs up the phone. i didn't know how that oh you're you're being implicated in a crime was gonna go over but all right so you you obviously inform anybody else. Do you want to? I'll I'll tell the rest of the detective team. Just hey, okay. we have uh, Alexandro Alexandro um, Pearson, right? That's his name. Correct. He's coming down to the um, priest. Okay. So how? What we've got from DeSantis is that he should know about the egg, whatever, or this rock here. Uh I think if if any two people should talk to him, it should probably be Brando and Jaeger. Exactly. Uh, pissed at me, so. <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 I'll be the first to admit I'm a sledgehammer. You guys can sit in our on our um, our interrogation. We'll we'll take the um, the egg. From oh, here. 
Okay. We'll probably want to let the chief know that uh, <laughs> know. Mr. Pearson is going to be coming in case he, you know, needs to. Oh. All you're gonna do, all all you're gonna get from him though, is he's not gonna say anything. He's not gonna tell us about the egg. He's just gonna wipe his hands clean of this this connection. We'll we, I might be able to get him talking if we show him the egg and maybe even just try to get I, him to say that it's it's. No, we're detectives. We're it's an interrogation. Okay. We'll if he does, then we close the case, move on with our lives. Well, yeah, I think we've got you know we've got our case right now. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, let's ask him. I mean, I'll sit there, but I just be prepared that he's just going to stonewall you and just make sure that he's he's clean in this. Course, I mean, we, we pin it on Bassanic. We say Johnny Chin supplied it. We take down the mob and him. The mayor loves us. Right. You That's know. what we have right now. We can put Bassanic there. He was under a drug induced haze, he killed these people. Well, that's what I'm going with, right? Drug now. supply to them through the uh, through the, the Chinese the Johnny, yeah. Johnny, and uh, there you go. It's right. Clean. We're cleaning up the city. The mayor's going to love that as a crusade to revenge his dead son. Uh, yeah, we're you're kind He'll of run for governor. Dangerous game with this bringing down Pierce, but let's see see how it goes. All right. So 20 minutes go by or so, and somebody knocks on the door and says, uh, Mr. Pearson is here. Showman. He, um, he doesn't up. look quite yeah. as affable as he was last night. Right. Uh, he's Stand still up when he walks dressed. in. Yeah. Um, all right, so what's this all about? Uh, Mr. Pearson, uh, we spoke on the phone last, last uh, this, I guess, Alexa, earlier. shut up. <laughs> I'm I'm Detective Brando. We spoke on the phone. I'll like extend my hand and shake his. It's nice to meet you, Mr. Pearson. Um, thank you for coming down so uh, so quickly on short notice. We just have a couple questions to go over, just regarding Desanix and this uh, this homicide case. So we'll, like, we'll I'll answer any questions that you want me to answer. We appreciate your openness and call. And this is uh, I'll introduce. I'll introduce. This is a detective, detective uh, John Yeager, and he'll be uh, joining me today. All right. So let's get this over with. What do you need? And then we walk him into the um, you know, interrogation room. Well, the interrogation and... Uh, and he sort of um, looks we... around like protocol, this, sir. This little room. All right. Yes, sir. Protocol, sir. It's just. Um, I'll, I'll pull out the, um, the the stone, and he's and I'm gonna say that Mr. Desanix, um implicated that this was somehow yours in some way, as if you would know about this. And I'm mean, like, I'll kind of put it on the table. A rock. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was discovered. It, it was discovered at the center of this heinous crime that has taken place. Uh, eight people um, eviscerated. What's it made out of? Um, the geologist. This is the the thing you said was an egg. Yeah, it's kind of egg shaped. Yeah, it looked like we've all everyone, especially Mister Desenix, described it as an egg that needed to be kept warm. And if you if you do touch it, um, it's warm to the touch. So, yeah. sir, Mister Desenix mentioned. Yeah, that you may, and I, I'll give it to him. I'll give it to in him. one of his dreams. So he's he dreamed coming up to a creature. Wish I had an egg. 
<laughs> Me too. I don't have one. I'm like, yeah, I need a prop for this. <laughs> so he's he's looking at it in his hand. He says, "It is warm." Yeah. Uh, you said uh, what about a creature? Mister Desanning mentioned that in one of his dreams, he dreamed a pond coming to a nest, and him and his companions saw this particular object. And then he woke up, and here it is. He mentioned you are knowledgeable in these type of things. in the occult. Yes, I I have some some studies and something about the Dreamlancer. Well, there's a lot of speculation that there is a world where dreams come true, but to bring something back from Dreamlands is almost unheard of. It takes a great deal of of energy and uh, and. Power. Kind, I think I what can. What kind of energy? Well, I, I suppose I can explain that there are a lot of things in the universe that can be tapped into. For instance, here I'll give you an example. And he looks at the egg and puts his hand like this, and he says something in a weird, odd language that you can't really identify. And as he does that, a crack appears in the egg, and light starts to shine out. And he says, "Behold, um, a hunting horror." And as he says that, the egg splits open, and this this flash of light, and suddenly the interrogation room is completely filled with this huge dragon-like creature. That bellows and it deafens your ears, and you're smashed up against the wall. <laughs> and um, oi, oi, oi! You all take. <laughs> Can I dodge somehow? Try maybe going under a table. Yeah, I, um, I'll, I'll try and dodge. I don't. I don't know how close I was to the unfolding dragon. Pretty much across the table. Oh, I'm boy. spending five luck, and that's an extreme for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh you God. manage. You manage to kind of fall down to the ground and get into the corner. I, uh, I fail with an eighty-eight out of. All right, you're kind of smashed up against the yeah. wall. Ah. Uh, you're going to take. Uh, you're going to take 19 points of damage. Instant, instantly killed. Yeah, you're pretty much squished. Um, everybody else, it did 19 points of damage to the room. Oh, I wasn't in the room. It was just those two. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like so the window. Yeah. Okay, so you are you guys in the other? <laughs> I would I'm guessing we're seeing this from the yeah, We're seeing this from the mirror. It's okay. going, holy. So something smashes up against you. you. If you survive, you can do sanity rolls. As this creature bellows and has smashed everyone in the room, except for Mr. Pearson, who begins cackling loudly. 29, so pass sanity. Okay. Um, um, if, you passed, if you passed your sand, do a 1d8. Oh, you if you failed your sand, do a 1d20. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, sanity loss of six. Really? <laughs> what was the um, if we pass? If you if you passed one d eight. Yeah, I took five. 
So you all took at least five. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not going to be pleasant. Well, I'd say at this point, you're all at least screaming. Uh, oh, yeah. Possibly passed out. Picking um, my gun out. Trying to get the hell out of the. Well, you can't act when you are when you're actually being affected. So, oh, I couldn't miss them. That's true. Huh? Um, so you're on the ground screaming, trying to get away. The thing begins to rip its way out of the building. Uh, and uh, I mean, the other people in the precinct are suddenly screaming and the building is being torn to shreds. And uh, there's this huge bellowing sort of voice and uh, the last thing you sort of see is Pearson grabbing a hold of the thing, and it sort of grabs a hold of him with these tentacles, and they fly up out through the roof of the building. And if you survive, you're going to probably be in a nut house for a while. <laughs> and uh, I think Brando was the only one who was killed instantly instantly just killed uh also uh did the uh desanix is also killed oh yeah i don't know if he was in there he probably wasn't in the room but no, he he was in room. a lot of people were killed we'll say that because the building kind of collapses and that's the end of our story <laughs> good <laughs> wizard so yeah uh alexandro pearson hires Phil DeSanix to um, shoot up a mystery drug uh, and report on the dreams that he has. The, it went bad in the, uh, in the first case because all of the other people who did it uh, went bananas and cut their stomachs open. And then they somehow managed, because they wrapped their entrails around this thing in the dreamlands, it brought it into our world, uh, which is probably indirectly what uh, Pearson was hoping for in the first place. And then the rest of it was just you guys investigating. And um, there's no real answer to who uh, uh, Yinlong Hao and Fang Fang are, except that they're immortal. Even if you pulled out your guns and shot them, they would simply show up the next day. Um, uh, they weren't entirely there. But uh, anyways, that's our story. Let me go ahead and finish it, and then we can chit-chat about it. Our players included Thomas Grooms, Billy Chung, uh, Oren Meyer, and Dexter Yoakum, with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Duty role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good game.